0: Mira love this place!
1: Check it out! Shuo, <sighs>
0: Matisse. These are all
2: masterpieces.
1: <laughs> this place looks pretty nice. I mean, how bad off could it be
0: here? <laughs> hey man, if this is torture, <laughs> chain me to the wall, Tito!
3: Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that puts the plus in Disney Plus. It's talking the Mickey. <laughs> My name's Ian. My name's Ellie. I'm Ethan,
1: and I'm Georgia.
3: Hey, and uh, we are. We want to thank everybody. We had our best week ever mm-hmm. last week.
0: Hey, and
3: for us, Ooh. that means it's the onward week we're talking about. It yeah. wasn't because we sort of record these almost a week in advance. So we've just released Muppet Movie yesterday. As we as we talk about this, but the the, the week that just ended there was our was our the onward week was our best week ever. Like and and it wasn't even close. Like it it wasn't even close. It like put like an extra like twenty percent on it.
1: Nice. Oh, wow.
3: Which is nuts. I mean, it's up there with like the best weeks on Best Film Ever. Best Film Ever would be the other podcast that we do.
1: Best week for ever on Best Film Ever?
3: Uh, no, not the Best Week Ever for Best Film Ever. Oh. It's up there, though. It's like It would be like a really strong week on Best Almost
1: Film Ever. Almost Best Week Ever.
3: Almost <laughs> Best Week Ever on both podcasts. Uh, but if you're interested in Best Film Ever, we are doing the least Disney thing I can imagine. We're covering Goodfellas. And that hey. should be out... Well, if, if you're listening to this, it is out. It's been out for a couple days now. So why not go check out the Martin Scorsese gangster classic, Goodfellas.
1: I have no idea what to expect with that one, so uh, nor do I. Oh,
3: that'll be good. I, I, love, I love Scorsese. Scorsese is the same guy who did The Departed. Okay. So he's kind of got his thing. His, that his, film that you
1: really liked that I kind of thought was okay. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. That
3: one, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, basically, if you've seen Wolf of Wall Street, this is like, I've the, not seen this is like the prequel to it because it's the same bloody story. Mm-hmm. Um, but on to this one here, and that's, be- that's not best film ever. That's Talking <laughs> the Mickey. Let's talk <laughs> about some Mickeys. So um, on that note, we've done very well around the world. So this is the part where I like to say, here's how it's going around the world. Uh, Brazil continues to have us in their top 15.
2: Hey,
0: Brazil. Hey,
3: Brazil. We went for a Brazilian. We were part of a group. Did we
0: now? Oh, okay. Say, we're sort of Brazilian and you going for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just we just went a group to, activity. We, went, we went to a Brazilian restaurant. We went to a Brazilian restaurant in London. to
3: celebrate, I think it was your birthday it was with my some birthday. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was quite entertaining. You made me
1: eat a chicken heart. I didn't like it.
3: I made you eat a chicken
1: heart? I think, you did. I think it was peer pressure. yeah. Very
3: shortly after, I didn't feel well. But that's not Brazil's fault.
1: No, 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 no. That was the alcohol fault. <laughs> was
3: it? I don't know. Um, also want to thank Denmark, where we are a top 10 film review podcast this week in Denmark. Excellent. Nothing is rotten in the state of Denmark. Thank you so much.
1: Was that a reference to something?
3: That was. That was from Hamlet. Oh. Yep. Uh, Japan, still, still rocking the love for Talking the Mickey in Japan. You get to keep Woo-hoo! your Disney park. Seventh this week in Japan. 15th nice. in Switzerland. Nice. Uh, Ethan, I'm convinced you and I are still on a watch list in Hong Kong, because we're still we
0: definitely on a watch list.
3: We're still top 40. Uh, also, we've got uh, Taiwan, where we're 31st, so nice. all around the kind of Chinese perimeter. But not China. Not ch- I don't know if China actually has. I don't know. If you're from China and you, and you can hear this, let us know. I don't know if China has access to Apple Podcasts.
4: The only thing the CCP will let them listen to is just this podcast. Just this podcast. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. podcast
1: specifically. How,
3: how bad can Disney be? I was reading a review, an article today that said the Chinese box office is going to be like the global leader because it's the only place where like people are still going to the movies and droves really? is in China. Wow. Oh, wow. So the Chinese market is ironically like more powerful than ever in, oh, in, as no. far as entertainment goes. Yeah. And so that's, a, that's quite the interesting. Um, because we, we've talked a little bit about changes Disney have made in, in order to, to, to satisfy the Chinese market, or yeah. at least the Chinese censors, Yeah. and quite interesting there. Um, so we did I've got one shout out, just one shout out to give this week, and that's to our friend of the podcast, Debbie.: Hi,
0: Debbie Who hey. says that hey. we have to
3: watch prop culture on oh, it's very good. Uh, because apparently episode eight is on the Muppet movie.
0: It is, I, I wanted to watch yeah. it but I didn't get around to it.
3: So that's something I think worth giving a watch to at some other point.
1: I watched the Mary Poppins one. Yeah, you were, we you, were, the... you were really
3: impacted yeah, by the that Mary Poppins that was really one. good. So yeah. So uh, on that note, Ed, Ethan, it's that time where you go ahead and walk us through what's news and noteworthy in the world of Disney this week. So what do you got?
4: Well, we've got uh, a little bit of some movie news. We've got a Chip and Dale movie coming out at some point. You mean like and Chip,
3: Chip and Dale like like the Rescue Rangers, not like yeah. not Chip and Dale are, it's, the it's Yeah, it's just rescue rangers. No, movie. are you guys uh, not aware of Chip and Dales? Yeah. The- yeah, I am. Do you know do you know I say Chip a and Dale's? A restaurant, oh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah Chip, no, Chip and Dales are like male exotic dancers. Oh. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a brand. Oh, the,
2: the full Monty. It's like oh, yeah,
3: okay. it's like well, are they Did do the Full Monty? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, but, you
0: can but, leave your hair. Basically, yeah. And so,
3: <laughs> but Chippendales are like these things. Uh, they're like these male dancers who are like, like they wear like the little bow ties it's and like the like suspenders. It's like a
1: bow tie and, and like and nothing else. Yeah, like and really it's, tight. it's like yeah. that. Yeah. And, okay, okay, and okay, yeah. like the
3: bow tie is the last thing to come off, basically, if it does at all.
1: Right. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's like, yeah.
3: so I'm assuming, like, back to our original point, this is yeah. not what's happening. I'm assuming it's a Rescue Rangers movie.
4: Yeah, it's a Rescue Rangers movie, but it's going to be in live action. So now I'm concerned. On
3: a total side note, are you aware of who the character designs of Chip and Dale are after?
4: I not Chipmunks. Oh, <laughs> I can picture their faces, and I'm blanking. Because the one wears like a black,
3: like a, a a bomber jacket, and like and like a fedora, or like a
4: hat. Yeah, I know one's supposed and to be like Indy, isn't
3: it? One's Indiana Jones, and the other one's yeah. Tom Selleck as Magnum PI.
4: Oh my god! Yeah, he's wearing that the he's so wearing the, whole, the
3: Hawaiian shirt. Tom Selleck, who of course we talked about in Three Men and the Baby. The mustache.
4: I wasn't there. Oh, you that no, one? No, no,
3: no. He's 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 Richard from Friends. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. I would just like to let you know that the full Monty does qualify for best film ever.
3: Okay. I thought you were looking up if Chippendales went the full
0: Monty.
3: <laughs> 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 I wasn't curious about. It. I know the full Monty qualifies. It was nominated for best original screenplay. It's oh great. really? Okay, oh, yeah. cool. Oh, full full Monty's. A oh, it's great a great, great film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I haven't seen it.
3: Did it get made into a, like a Broadway musical or a West? Yeah, a- yeah. 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 that be that could be fun.
1: Um, or on the not. Topic of Chip and Dale. Do you know how to tell Chip and Dale apart if they're not in their outfits? No. Okay. So Chip and Dale have different colored noses. Dale's is red. Oh, Dale's is red and Chip's, chip's is black. Chip's like a brownish yeah. black. And the way I remember is because like chips are like chocolate chips and obviously that one's brown. So if you ever struggled with Chip and Dale getting them the way around, there you go. Okay. What's
0: the French?
3: And the farmers in Tick and Tack. The, and the farmers in the Dale and barns are red.
1: They are. Yeah. In France, in Paris, they're called Tick and Tack. They're referred to as Tick and Tack. Really? Not Chip and Dale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. because of Chippendales.
3: I feel we've lost the plot. So, <laughs> um, Ethan, you say a live-action Chippendale film.
4: Yeah, I'm hoping it's like Alvin and the Chipmunks.
3: <laughs> well, uh,
4: just, just for how, how terrible that could be.
3: Yeah, I mean, God bless someone for making content, because right now I'd be pretty pessimistic about it.
4: I'm right. just liking the fact that we might get some more Rescue Rangers stuff, so that's always good. Can we, but other than that, we don't really know much. Can, um,
3: can we just agree that we shouldn't get our hopes up for like Black Widow to ever come out until this thing's all done?
1: Oh, yeah, there's no oh, point, I, I no point, no point in it, is that there? Because
3: there's $500 million waiting to be made, so there's, yep. there's, there's, there's no incentive to put it out there. You can put it out five years from now if it takes that long. Yep.
1: Black
4: Widows is the and it, new New Mutants.
3: Yeah, and it will make $500 million, though. Yeah, definitely. It oh, yeah. will, especially if the rumored RDJ cameo shows up.
4: Oh yeah, because that's like a deleted scene or something. Isn't uh, it?
3: There's some sort of rumor that RDJ may yeah. show up. It may be stock footage from previous films, or it may actually be. Oh okay. Because it's it's because it's a prequel, right?
1: So it can be in it, yeah, yeah. So it
3: could theoretically yeah. be in it. Um, but regardless, I mean, whenever that comes out, that can make half a billion. So you're not going to put it on Disney Plus for anything. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh,
4: I... Anything else? Ethan? Yeah, next bit of news uh, for us—it's—it's th- uh, it's a week until the Mandalorian season two comes out. But for everyone listening, on Thursday that will mean that there's one day until Mandalorian season two drops. So Mando <laughs> Monday would have just happened.
3: I'd love to be excited, but I haven't seen any I've Mandalorian.
1: I've seen the first one. No, bye. No, my sister you're has a, resident a little Star Wars guy. My sister has yeah. a little knitted baby Yoda in her room, but that's because her boyfriend likes. It's it, just—it's
3: just—it's just like, like <laughs> I'm aware of baby Yoda and, yeah, and, and yeah. the sort of. Uh, and he's very um, cute. What's what I'm looking for here? The kind of yeah. phenomenon that he
4: is. Yeah, yeah. He's become yeah. a Chicky meme. Loads of memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no. So the next couple Mondays we're going to be getting some live streams from the big three of the cast. So we're going to get uh, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, himself doing some stuff. Is Pedro Pascal?
3: We've... Is that the guy from? Uh, was was he Oberon Tyrell in Game of Thrones?
1: Uh, I Ethan hasn't I... seen that. He doesn't know. No, okay. <laughs> no he's, in, he's in Narcos
4: though.
3: He's in Narcos. Okay, that is the same yeah. guy. That is the same guy. Okay, yeah, he's fantastic. Um,
4: We've got Grief Kaga, who's obviously played by the one and only Carl Weathers.
3: Oh, really? That's awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, and your favorite person, Grand Moff Gideon, played by also my favorite person Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, the big three are doing doing their little circuit, so we're going to get in some little stuff about that. But I'm I'm excited about that. It's just, Giancarlo news Esposito, mm,
3: if you yeah. remember, best film ever uh, when we did our episode on Seven. He was the FBI agent who was
4: trying to get the news out of the guy
2: okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He would also He's be on Breaking playing back. the the big bad of this season, so I'm very excited to see how that goes. Excellent. And a little bit of an update, more of anything, uh, Tatiana Maslany has confirmed she's not playing She-Hulk, so we no longer know who it is.
3: Oh, so it's open. So, Georgia, there yeah. you go.
0: Yeah. Because you,
3: you like the color green.
1: I do like the color green. So there we go. Also, I'm really good at everything.
3: <laughs> you were just asking <laughs> someone to give You wanted to be a director. Maybe they could let you direct and star in it. That would be good.
4: That would be good. <laughs> yeah. And our final big piece of news. Um, I think we've all sort of watched this trailer. The trailer for Rhea and the Last Dragon dropped a couple of days ago.
3: I didn't get yeah. around to watching it actually. So Me I kind of Ellie, you saw it I, though, I think.
1: I did. Yeah. Okay, so why
3: don't you guys talk about it?
4: I, I wasn't that impressed. It wasn't what I was expecting. No. Um,
3: is this the one with Kelly Marie Tran in the lead role?
4: Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because I really like Kelly Marie Tran, and seeing her do some big Walt Disney stuff will be nice for once, but I don't, I don't know where this is going. Doesn't um, this
3: feel like a giant we need to make good in front of everybody by Disney?
0: Partially. Kelly Marie
3: Tran, um, we're so sorry. Now, everybody, we've cast her in a big picture. Leave us alone.
0: Who
1: is she? Tony yeah.
3: Trim played Rose on like the Last Jedi. Remember, she's the one who was with Finn.
1: Oh,
4: right, yeah. And they, they had that, this love sort what of we hate, but oh. saving what we love. And so
3: as a result, they they said because of Carrie Fisher's death, like they couldn't use any of the stuff they had in mind for her. Right. So she had like three lines in episode okay. nine, and there was a I giant go outrage. Do my yeah, basically, she had to go. Yeah, it was like you need to go do your training. Okay, I can't go on the mission because I got to study up. Oh,
4: that. In girl. case yeah, yeah. in case
3: the world survives, I got to pass yeah, my finals. Yeah.
4: yeah. Um but no it looks it looks interesting i guess it's got that whole four factions need reuniting kind of thing and there's the big evil like bad guy i guess I but just... she looks her design's really weird cuz she looks a lot like Cora from Legend of Cora and it looks straight like it's taken out of that show
3: What Disney taking someone else's intellectual property No
4: I know it's such a shock
3: Oh the white lion says what
2: i just Uh, didn't feel like the trailer had that kind of usual magic to it um i mean maybe i don't watch very many disney trailers and actually they're all like that and then it's the actual film that brings the magic but it just didn't really excite me especially maleficent but (sighs) what
3: (laughs) into a trailer
2: shut up (laughs) Um, (laughs) into a movie
3: so sorry you were saying
2: i was saying that um i do think there's a character that georgia will get very excited about though because it looks like a very cute Uh, non-speaking sidekick um i don't know nice. was it supposed to be like an armadillo or something Ethan?
4: i think so i thought it was an armadillo but now i'm thinking it's some weird like different creature that just happens to look like it because it's it, big was, at the
2: end. it was like a hedgehog but without spikes and with like slats instead that, that, that would be an sense. armadillo yeah yep. awesome
3: they haven't brought jim carrey back for this one have they <laughs> he's not just doubling down on the whole hedgehog thing no Oh, he played Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog, I believe. Oh, okay.
4: Now he was Eggman. Uh, oh he was ben Eggman. Schwar- yeah, Ben Schwartz was uh, Oh, ben was Sonic,
3: oh, oh, Sonic was, that film that's joke.
1: like the only one that came out this it's year. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's gonna win no, all, all it, of the it, awards it, it by it proxy.
3: Film this is, it, year. Is, it, is it still the leading box office it movie of the year? I think it is. I think
4: oh no. I think uh, Bad Boys for Life beat it, but Sonic is like the number one. In all seriousness, are they gonna have to
3: are they gonna have to cancel the Oscars?
4: I hope not, because I'd love, I would but love...
3: Can Sonic love. win seriously, all of the awards? Seriously, though, do, uh, do you want, like, your best picture, and you have these, like, great... And then you're going to have all of
1: eh. Because the year was eh. You
3: know, best picture nominee, bad boys for
2: life. But then what would you do about the films that have actually come Ted. out? <laughs> would you just discount them and not give them a shot at it? Then let's... Then,
3: hey, man, next okay year. Fair so enough, much. fair enough. Then let's let's reduce the number of nominees. You don't have to go to five. Yeah. Go, sorry, if, go to sorry. three.
2: We'll go to however many whoever decides deserve it. it. Yeah. Deserve it but... Actually, deserve it. Yeah. So
4: I'm just uh, don't do the Tonys because there's one best uh... act. The nominee It's just one person yeah. in that category. Yeah. I hope he loses just because it'd be hilarious.
3: <laughs> well, um, anything else, Ethan?
4: No, that's uh, that's it. We've got nothing else.
3: Okay, excellent. So uh, we do have a movie to review, though. We have Oliver and Company, which was Ellie's choice. Ellie, can mm-hmm. you? Uh, Tell us why you wanted to do Oliver and Company.
2: Well, I thought we'd stick with the theme of Muppets Christmas Carol and Charles Dickens and therefore Oliver Twist and therefore Oliver and Company for a that nice little a link. That is a long
1: segue. No, there, yeah. was, there
3: was nice links there. But you could sort of it, follow the bouncing yeah, ball. But it,
1: was, yeah. wasn't it? it wasn't Christmas Carol we did. It was... Well, no, we
3: went from Muppets to Muppet Christmas Carol to Charles that's Dickens.
1: Tedious. It was it a link, okay, and I'd
2: forgotten <laughs> that I had to choose a film, so I worked it out during the film, and I was like, you know what? That's. A... I, had a few, I had a list of films that I could choose, and I thought I can make a link to that one. That would be nice. I so love I, a little
1: link. I found out that I'm the next pick two hours ago. So yeah. sooner than I found. Same idea, same <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but I do really keep track of this. I need, yeah. to,
3: I need to open the I, spreadsheet up for everybody to look at. I
2: did have Oliver and Company on video um, as a kid, so I am somewhat familiar with it, um, and obviously familiar with the story from Oliver Twist as well. Um, so I mean, yeah, we'll discuss it. Okay, uh, I was really
3: excited to go back and watch this one. I was. Me too. Uh, I, I had really positive memories of Oliver and okay. company. Um, yeah. Maybe it's interesting what, because when you're a child, you've seen like eight movies, right? Yeah. And so. And me up
1: to the age of about 18. Right. Yeah.
3: And so uh, there's, this, there's this thing where like the movies that you have as your foundational thing are like, these are great. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then, and then sometimes you go back and rewatch them and you're like. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You I, know what, though? There's some good music and stuff in
3: there. It's, like had, it's got
1: catchy little bits. Yeah, I
3: mean, I don't want to bury the lead or, or, or you is know, that spoil. A joke dogs? Yeah, well, uh, Americans would say leash, but yes. Well,
1: this is an English Well Yeah, it's
3: true, but I think, like, 34, I think our biggest single market is still the United States.
1: And half of us aren't
2: English. Well, well for the benefit of English. our US listeners, Georgia just made a really funny joke, yes, so leash and laugh and now, lead. So A bury of a lead would be to bury yeah, the actual really leash. Fun. Thank so that's you, Thank <laughs> you,
3: there we go. So, You're welcome. I can't.
4: It was, it was strange. I was like, I'm 20 years old, so I saw this like 15, 16 years ago last time, and I knew nothing about Billy Joel, and I've gone into this knowing a lot more about Billy Joel because I've seen the boys, and they don't shut up about Billy Joel, so yeah. I've liked his music now.
3: You know what? This oh, wait, was. Wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Did you just admit that you love Billy Joel because the boys told you to?
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> Hearing Carl Urban be like, sporty spice, and and. Billy Joel, great men, women, people.
2: Well, I didn't know that this this was had Billy Joel in it until um, we talked about when it I, the other day. And I, I got quite excited to look at it again in I a different a kid, vein. And...
3: When I was a kid and watched this, I didn't know who Billy Joel was. I just no, knew who Dodger was. Yeah. And it wasn't until later where I went, and when I got to be a teenager, I went, oh, Billy Joel. And I like Billy Joel. You know, he might not be for everybody. I think Billy Joel's great. Yeah. But oh, yeah. but then to go back and go, oh, Billy Joel. So I was, first time, of time I got a chance to go back and watch it with the notion of, oh, it's Billy Joel. Because for some reason, Oliver and Company kind of goes alongside Basil, the great mouse detective and the Black Cauldron as kind of these lost movies from the 80s that for some reason I just haven't gone back and revisited.
4: I always forget this is a Disney film.
3: Oh, <laughs> I don't forget it. I see, I forget the Black Cauldron is.
4: I've never seen the
3: yeah. other two. Yeah. Um, so yeah uh, Let's talk about it So Oliver and Company uh, 1988 Is the 27th Disney animated film uh, Feature film uh, Positioned between Basil the Great Mouse Detective And The Little Mermaid Talk about two Very different films
1: Very different films
3: And films that have, have Very very different legacies yes. Yeah, <laughs> Like because basically Little Mermaid Saves Disney
1: Yeah it does Saves, yeah. Di- yeah. saves,
3: saves Disney animated studios Oh absolutely, absolutely, yeah Absolutely it does um, and so, obviously, it's based on the 1838 Charles Dickens novel, Oliver Twist. Please, sir, I want some more. Which, I'm really disappointed we didn't find a way to get that line in. Yeah. Like, it's a really loose adaptation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, same here. Yeah. Also,
1: <laughs> yeah. I really don't like Oliver it's, Twist, so. It's I'm also of, not very familiar not with Oliver it, though. Oliver Twist so. is one of those
3: things that, like, it's been, because it's out of copyright, everybody's done Oliver Twist. Like, It's one of those things, and maybe not back then, but it's just going, do we need another Oliver Twist version? Because Oliver, the musical, there was a musical called Oliver. Mm -hmm. It won Best Picture at the Oscars in like 1968. Mm -hmm. It's got all the songs that that we know. If you've seen a musical version, it's those songs. And I think it's delightful. I think it's really, really good. But you know
1: what's
2: really missing from that into this?
3: Nancy. Nancy. Nancy's part I of I was going to
4: say, that uh, was the one person I was needed well, to be. Hang with. on,
3: hang on, because they get about half the characters terribly wrong in this.
4: Oh, you don't no, do. No. The question you know, and
3: here's the problem. When you make something based off an existing product, off an existing text, hmm. the hard part is, do you, do you say faithful to the text, in which case, you don't do anything new? And I'm not talking about the fact that they are dogs and cats. You can still do that <laughs> and make it faithful to the text. I mean, for crying out loud, not I love them up the at Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Um, so you, you can never do your own thing But then why did you bother It's kind of the, the treasure planet thing all over again yeah. Where I'm going if you're going to stray this far Why do it
2: I wonder whether actually it would have been better off to just not name the characters after Oliver and just call them something else but loosely base the loosely, plot line kind of, on it. Kind of because like
3: it's, She's the Man or something like that. I was
4: about to
0: it's
2: mention enough, She's yeah.
3: the <laughs> like, like Yes, you can sell it's got its fingerprints, but they didn't call it Twelfth Night, so well, no one's getting mad.
2: They also didn't call the well, Lion King mad. Hamlet, did they? Like, No. <laughs> or, have-
3: or, or Kimba the White Lion. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you ever get the chance Take a look at Kim- Is it Kimba? Am I saying it right? Is that alright? Yeah, Kimba yeah. Kimba the white lion I mean basically It's just beat for beat They stole it
0: uh,
3: They stole
2: yeah. it So did the wild
3: Well yeah But Kimba did Kimba was first
2: um,
3: So Um So Michael Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg invited animators to pitch potential ideas for upcoming animated features. Uh, This was after the release of The Black Cauldron and how well that had gone. This um, invitation to pitch was infamously called The Gong Show. Uh, And Ron Clements and John Musker had just pitched both The Little Mermaid and Treasure Island in Space, going back to that one one more time. And then story artist Pete Young suggested, what if we did Oliver Twist with dogs? Now, Katzenberg, uh, who had previously planned on producing a live-action adaptation of the musical Oliver at Paramount, because uh, both he and Eisner were previously at Paramount, approved the pitch under the working title of Oliver and the Dodger. Which the doctor, name's that's Katzenberg.
1: That's what I was, yeah, I was going to make, that's, <laughs> why, that's why Oliver ended up being a cat, because he so, was like, nope
3: much in the spirit of clements and musker they appointed two guys to be the directors of the project george scribner and richard rich and pete young was appointed as story supervisor but richard rich was f- richard rich i mean rich, a, rich. It's, rich. a it's richie rich isn't it and b like how uncreative are your parents uh, well apparently i don't know how creative he was because he was fired from disney six months into the production <laughs> not very then oh. so what left scribner as the sole director uh, the, originally, the film was supposed to be much darker and grittier, and the film was going to open with Sykes's two Dobermans murdering Oliver's parents. <laughs>
0: <Holy> nice, <shit. laughs> nice.
4: See, this is something I can get behind. And, wow.
3: and that What's would set.
4: society kind of film is that
1: trying to be? But like, this
3: is like, you know, you know, what this needs? This needs Batman's origin story. I was about to
1: say Batman. Yeah. That's
3: what we, need. we need some pearls, as it happens, too.
1: But they're cats. They're cats.
0: I've
3: heard Catman. Catman. <laughs> uh, and so, um. And then Oliver, the film would be about Oliver exacting his revenge. <laughs>
1: oh, this is a film I would watch. This is ex- it is still a little orange kitten? I guess kitten? it's an orange kitten.
3: <laughs> and that was March 30th, 1987. There was a draft that, that shows this. I want
2: to see that film.
1: Uh,
3: in this, However, they changed it and they turned Oliver into a naive kitten. Dodger and the gang would be dogs, faked into a human, and they were encouraged to make the film to be more street smart as opposed to, I guess, vigilante-esque. I might be a kitten, but I have a specific set of
4: skills.
1: See, I hate Batman, <laughs> but I'm thinking I might like Catman. Catman would be great. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: and this My was brain's actually fried. What the fuck? Yeah. This... I'm sorry, but
3: <laughs> and this was one of the first films to be animated by someone besides Disney's nine old men.
1: You can I was tell. Notice. Benign, oh yes, but nine old
3: <laughs> men retired in the early yeah. '80s, and this was really the first time it's clean. There's none of the uh, of the old men left. And it's a new direction, and it took two and a half years to produce this, six supervising animators, and a team of over 300 artists and technicians to work on the film. Um, And so it was also the first to be created, that's right, the first to be released as part of a brand new schedule requested by Katzenberg, which called for a new Disney animated film to be released every single year, much like Walt wanted to do in the 40s. And this is it, like this part you see, Oliver and Company, Little Mermaid, um, Rescuers Down Under, crap film. Um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, yada yada yada, 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 yada yada yada. Up to today, really. I mean, we 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 kind of have that one a year. Occasionally, they got greedy and went two a year, but mostly one a year from there on out.
1: We're either one a year or one every other year at the moment, or like every eighteen months. Yeah,
3: yeah. There was the, like in two thousand, they released two. They did Dinosaur and Fantasia two thousand. So, they got greedy a couple times. A couple times they double dipped.
2: Neither, though, wow,
4: neither no. of those were
2: good. Neither of those were good. not <laughs> seen either of those. Uh,
3: so, like many pre 1989 films, though, uh, we, we talk about having this on video. Uh, the video release of this film was delayed for many, many years. Uh, it actually didn't come out on video until 1996.
4: Oh. That, Maybe that's
3: that was when like I got it. nine yeah. years. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Eight, nine years. Yep. Yeah. And so, because that's the way it was. I mean, the home video market wasn't what it would turn into. So there we go. Um, so then let's go into the film. So we have intro, and I, I'm i sorry, I love the 2D Disney intro. I just do. The castle and the light just glimmers mm-hmm. down it. Is it is
4: so nice.
3: It, it, it's simple. I don't mind the 3D one. It, 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 it's, and it's, it's iterations. I kind of like the the, the Toy yeah. Story blocky one I, out of the 3D ones. But yeah, that was nice. But each generation, I'm like, yeah, it looks nice. But there's something just about that glimmer of just the flat panel mm-hmm. thing. I, I just really, in, in like the line segments, I just really like it. It just screams animation to me. Yeah, yeah. Disney magic. Yeah. Disney magic. Um, this is one of the few animated features to uh, feature a front and center shot of New York City's Twin Towers because we oh, opened with with New York City and stencil mm-hmm. drawing and then some shots of the city and we had a, quite a few shots oh, yeah. of the Twin Towers. Shots, yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, after 9-11, a lot of people took shots of uh, the Twin Towers out of their segments. Like on Friends reruns, the Twin Towers would mm-hmm. disappear on a lot of – at least early on, they would just pull a lot of the Twin Towers footage out of the – because they used to always show shots in New York City as they, like, pan between scenes yeah. Yeah. as buffers. Um, and so Disney opted not to edit out the towers because it would actually ruin the film's original main title card and because, therefore, it would be too time-consuming and costly uh, and by 2001, Oliver and Company had already been widely distributed on VHS, so there was no point in editing it. It was already out there. Yeah. Um, and actually, many New Yorkers later commended Disney on not changing it, because they're like, we don't want to pretend the Twin Towers weren't there.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't really understand that.
3: Yeah. And so they wanted it left with the towers visible, as I think you would. hmm yeah. like, like, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes to the Twin Towers. You don't see that aired, really, anymore.
0: No. But there's a difference no.
3: between that, where that's a story point. And this, where it's just... just oh, part of the skyline, isn't it? Yeah. All it
2: does is date it, isn't it? But, I mean, there are other things in this film that date it far yeah. more than the Twin Towers.
3: And so we get our first song. And this kind of was a thing where they had, like, a big-name artist sing, like, many different songs. Like, each of them got one.
1: Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Mm. He does Tarzan, doesn't he? Oh, no, no. In no, the no, same no, vein. No.
3: What, what, what I mean is, like... Oh,
1: each... they had one person do each song?
3: Yes. Yeah, so, oh. like big, like... I'll tell you who sings each yeah, one yeah. but like there's all these big stars who each get one song in this film. So not
1: like Phil Collins. Though. No.
3: And look like, cuz <laughs> no, basically basically, basically <laughs> Phil, yeah. Phil, Phil Collins was like poor man's Elton John.
0: Yeah.
3: Although Elton John just wrote them he didn't sing them in, 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 yeah, in yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. Phil Collins actually sings them, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 Um and so Great we get, music we got Once Upon a Time in New York City and I really liked this song. I thought this was really nice and it was sung by Huey Lewis. Huey that
0: Lewis who you might
3: remember from Power of Love from Back to the Future.
1: I'm sorry yeah. boys
3: it's just too darn loud.
1: Huey Lewis and... Don't the need money, one? don't
3: need fame, don't need no credit cards to no, ride no, this train. No. I want a new drug. One that won't make me sick? Okay, just me? All right. What's the
1: other duck called? Huey Lewis and...
3: The news. Uh. Oh, Huey, Louie and Dewey, yes, uh. thank you. And this is actually the first song for Disney ever written by Howard Ashman.
0: Oh, Ooh. Howard Ashman? Yeah, who
3: would later go on to write many, many, many Disney songs. But this just is the first one.
4: side note. The documentary about Howard Ashman on Disney Plus is absolutely fantastic. Give it a watch if you have the time.
3: Absolutely. Uh, That's on Disney Plus, you said?
4: Uh, Yes. Okay, excellent. Uh,
3: This felt like a 1980s television commercial. Not television commercial, television cartoon. I wouldn't. Yeah, know. the animated style. <laughs> oh. Okay, if he did though, if it was like Saturday morning cartoon, like the the, the characters right, with, okay. with the big eyes right, and the car- yeah. it looked. There was nothing distinct about this as far as that. As far as the humans, the humans looked like every nineteen eighty. So they just one,
1: looked ever. like a cartoon mm. rather than yeah. like A Disney. cartoon It wasn't a
3: Disney cartoon. It right. wasn't.
4: This is a very Un-Disney looking Disney. Because I think one yeah. of the
3: one of the mm. when we read one of the negative reviews about Robin Hood, they said it felt like just standard Saturday morning fare, and I went, no, I take I take a, I take a Umbridge, umbridge. with that. Um, but my, th- this one here, absolutely, oh, this definitely. is a Saturday yeah. morning cartoon as far as the man style of the humans. Uh, but everything in the opening sequence is low and it's dog's eye view. Yeah, And they did this kind of the same way they did it for 101 Dalmatians is they went out there and they photographed all the streets from 18 inches off the ground. So, so you'd get the perspective of how a dog or a cat would actually see the city. Cool. Um, and f- I've just said that. So, and then no one Oliver somehow in a box of kittens for five dollars,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and then they just whoever put them there leaves
1: them there. Yeah, like said, so what what do they get like, paid? Are they like, stood there next so, to them? But or? they
3: sold every other cat for like for obviously for $5. obviously if they're there, and we do see Jenny comes by and sees the kittens in the box. Yeah, she just walk by. And I kind of went, oh, because she looks like every 1980 Saturday morning cartoon heroine. It was always a kid around that <laughs> yeah, age. Yeah. Usually Ginger, because Ginger hair was easy to animate, I think, and distinguish. How, who, how do we know the main character? Oh, the, one, oh, with the red, one with the different hair. The one with red hair.
1: Anime rules. The one with different hair.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and so um, Oliver, I mean, it starts to rain. Yeah. And Oliver gets out of the box. And next mm-hmm. thing you know he's in like an alley.
2: Did you notice yeah. that this, the sign that said kitten, kittens five dollars has they've been reduced and then they're now free and still nobody's taken? Oh,
3: him. really? Okay. Yeah.
4: Why would take him? He's the cutest one. Well,
3: I know. The I, I was one. thinking
2: that. Like, I would definitely pick him.
3: And um, he gets chased away by some Dobermans, but then I mean there were some nice bits I like like Hundred on Dalmatians. I like the bit where the dogs acted like dogs in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. When Pongo acted like a dog, I was like, oh, I, I quite like that. Yeah. So when the cat falls asleep in the wheel well, I'm like, that's cool because that,
0: that cats actually do happens. that Yeah, yeah.
3: So I was like, all right, and you kind of got the idea. of he's trying to figure out, oh, if I move there, I get rained on, but if I stay here, that I'm was okay. Cute, yeah. That was cute. And then he sleeps overnight, and then in the next day, this was almost a very short film. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, that was the shortest amount of time between an engine on this dump truck being put into gear and the, and wheels, the wheels starting moving. to move. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're gonna blow your engine if you're doing that. Like, also, give that your gearbox a chance. Yeah. Yeah. But he gets away.
2: And then he's in a little New York hat.
3: He is. Now, as he wakes up, though, and he looks across the street, if you look carefully, you see Roger from 101 Dalmatians walking across the street. Oh, brilliant. And there's lots of little cameos in this dogs, film yeah, as far yeah. as that goes. Um, and so he just avoids a lawsuit from the New York Yankees with that hat.
0: Just about. it
3: says NY, but it's not the typical. like the, the, the very like, close, like The Y is, like, way higher yeah, and off to yeah. the right. And it's not a capital Y. It's a lowercase Y. But it's just situated <laughs> high. I'm like... But still black and white. I'm like, you guys are really pushing it, pushing it there. Yeah. I think you could make an argument. There's confusion between that and the actual. Logo. Oh, definitely, absolutely. Um, apologies. Sorry, oh, Ethan. That's, that's Ethan messaging
4: He's, me. I was going to say, I've got sorry, that as well. my cat's being like real dumb, doing exactly what you just said. Sleep, the uh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> that's yeah, quite cute to be fair. And
3: so there's this cool bit, and I really like this, where Oliver's lost in the city, and all you see is feet. Yeah. And yeah. so it starts off with this guy who couldn't be more 80s. He's playing like Run DMC on his boombox.
2: <laughs> this was the bit I said was dating it more than the He's, Twins. Oh, I, but I loved
3: it. He's I got like trainers and trackies. <laughs> it's great. Oh, he this was be cool. funky
4: fresh
3: though. He does. It's very Beastie Boys um, or Run DMC. And we don't see any human adult faces and that's awesome. Except for Oliver does have a moment with this young Asian boy.
2: Yeah, it's cute. Cool. Yeah. Which, which
3: I thought was an interesting choice. Uh, I was like, it's not – granted, it's the only diversity we're probably going to get in most of the film.
1: Other, oh, than yeah. the the
3: Other than the guy with the boombox. Other than the guy with the – Oh, we, yeah. We, we never see his face. You see his hands. Oh, do you see his hands? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so we see his hands and we get the guy who's making the hot dogs who's just like an Italian stereotype. Yeah. But outside yeah. of that, I mean, really – oh, I thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kid want, you, you could have easily made that anybody. Yeah. And so I thought, you know – for the very, very smallest of wins in 1988, congratulations, Disney. Well done. Yes, it doesn't take much to surprise us. Apparently,
1: <laughs> it's not a good sign, is it? it and
3: really then, doesn't. and then, um, Oliver's after some hot dog sausages or whatever you want to call them, and the hot dog guy's like, "No, get away! I kill you."
1: Yeah, it's very stereotypical, and, isn't
3: it? Yeah, the the gruff, aggressive mm-hmm. New Yorker and the Italian kind of
1: yeah. hey, everybody, come here, and you know that. Da, da. I'm pretty sure there's a reference to hey, I'm walking here is, at is one it? point. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and so enter Dodger. And pop singer Billy Joel, as we talked about, was recommended by the for the voice of Dodger by uh, the director of Scribner, because of his New York street smart Savoir faire attitude. I don't know what Savoir faire means, but it doesn't sound New York to me. It sounds
2: it sounds Chicago. Do you mean sounds, suave?
3: No, Saf No, Sav. I know how to spell suave. S <laughs> a v o i r. That means to know. Oh, okay. So f a r e.
2: To do. So like, less what to is to do, yeah. let it. Let it do. So, let it street be. smart,
3: know what to do, attitude.
2: Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and auditioned for the role by telephone after being given dialogue. And Billy Joel said he did the role because obviously, like everybody says at this point, because it was a Disney movie and he had Disney kids. Yeah, and he just had a little girl and wanted um, wanted him her to see that um, something that he did because it would be a while before he she could relate to his music.
0: Yeah, definitely. But
3: that's yeah. Dad as the cartoon dog, mm-hmm. and I remember as a kid. Dodger was my favorite character. Now granted, <laughs> every time I see Oliver, Dodger's still my favorite character. Well, not anymore. But as a kid, Dodger yeah. was, was my favorite character.
4: Yeah. I thought he's Michael J. Fox for a hot second when he showed up. Did you really? Yeah, he had that same kind of like raspiness <laughs> in his like his first couple lines. What's was he
3: doing? Like, I'm going to chase a frisbee. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh boy oh, well, that's boy, oh boy, oh boy. Right. I was like, well, he played Doug before, so I'm he sure did. he'd be good at this again. Wait a minute, that doesn't sound like Michael J. Fox no. anymore.
3: <laughs> and he's a bit of a womanizer. And um, he's sort of like doing that bit where he's talking to himself, so we know stuff. And he's like, Look at that cat. And he says, It could be time for the Dodge to turn it into a total catastrophe. And you know I
4: know
3: pre- he's cool, though. I know pre- be- he's cool because he does have his sunglasses on yet. He- no,
4: yet. you know he's cool because the tambourine starts playing as oh, he that's starts it. walking. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he is cool, though, isn't he? The character design's good. He is cool, <laughs> and then Oliver and Dodger meet, and Oliver is voiced by Joey Lawrence now I sent what? each of I sent you guys a picture during the film did you I did in the, I don't in, really in, in the group chat. Why you sent that that is a picture of Joey Lawrence, who would later grow up to be on a sitcom called Blossom, and he was very much like a a a sex icon of the early nineties for young teenage girls, and he would just have a catchphrase. he would just go,
4: "Whoa." That was no, his see, whole character. I knew that, that, was, his I whole that was Joey Lawrence. And so I was like, "Why have
1: you <laughs> sent me this with Joey Lawrence?" I had no idea. That's what, what it was about. this got to do with anything. He's Oliver.
3: <laughs> Disney would have him on Disney like channels, like for like live action stuff for like a long time. Like they really nurtured his career from a child on upwards. Uh, and so um, this is where we have the hot dog heist, and Dodger says to Oliver, "Hey, if you help me out, we'll both get fed."
0: The hot dog heist
3: The hot dog heist This is why I have a podcast I can up with Alliterative fun ways To remember things
1: <laughs> You know and when weird things happen Like You get introduced To something for the first time Like And then days later You see it everywhere You see it everywhere Yeah, yeah. yeah So literally Must have been last night I was watching an episode Of Ugh, Which is a drag YouTube show And they talk about Blossom
3: Is that the actual name? Yeah Okay <laughs>
1: It's about like U-H-N-N-H-H-H or something But they talked about Blossom They talked about Blossom
3: Which you'd never heard one, of before Which I'd yesterday. never
1: <laughs> heard of before yesterday And now it's just come up now And I'm going
3: Blossom Just as a quick aside Blossom The lead character in Blossom Is the girl who plays Dr. She wears Amy bucket hats Is the girl who plays Dr. Amy Farrah Fowler
1: okay yeah she cool. was
3: so at one point they make reference on Big Bang Theory I'm getting way off topic but it's worth it. It's worth <laughs> it. at one point they go oh you know who's supposed to Raj goes you know who's supposed to be really smart because who can we set, set Sheldon up with right and he goes the girl who plays TV Blossom has a PhD and then just use it as a joke and they throw That's it, and that hilarious. was anyway. and it wasn't like two years <laughs> later they actually went ahead and made her of a love interest for Sheldon
0: that was brilliant That's a so cool. character
3: which is cool
1: so the thing is like yeah this is an old episode that I'd watched yeah. from like two years ago or three years ago and happened to stumble across it last night and they only mention it because she wears hats in it the yeah. girl who plays blossoms wears like bucket hats, Does and that's bucket the, hats yeah. yeah this is the only reason it comes up but now it's come up twice <laughs> in two days and it's it's freaking me out a bit uh, so billy joe
4: breakfast club no did you really yeah i was i was thinking about a scene from breakfast club and the second i was thinking about it i immediately scrolled down facebook and someone's like hey remember this scene from <laughs> breakfast club
3: Well, speaking of breakfast club, Billy Joel won't share his hot dogs that he got first thing in the morning. There is no breakfast club.
1: This is not a club. This is a breakfast solo. This is a breakfast
3: solo. And, And Oliver goes, that's not fair. And Billy Joel goes, fairs are for tourists.
1: I like that line.
3: I did. And I don't think he went to this like, like early on, he was very punny. Catastrophe, fairs are for tourists. I'm like, is this gonna be what Billy is this what street smart means? Just make puns.
1: (laughs) Well, apparently it means stealing things and kidnapping, but it's okay if you give them back in the end. Yes.
3: And then we get this is where we get Billy Joel's song, Why Should I Worry? Ironically, not written by Billy Joel. No, no. Which might be why I'm kind of eh about the song, and all this song is—it's just providing the, the the box art for every Oliver and Company like DVD case ever. It's just them on tops of cars and like construction mm-hmm. like girders being lifted up as they chase. Because Oliver really like for the amount of effort he puts really into this, really wants
1: those sausages. Yeah.
3: Like how are these sausages not covered in like crap by the time <laughs> he gets back. <laughs> it's just total it's cartoon just, logic. They're, they're magic dogs. magic hot dogs, magic New York hot, hot dog sausages. Yes.
1: Like, they don't get dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Look y-
3: at the cool dog with his sunglasses. He's got the sunglasses wow, wow, wow. on. Somehow he's... Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and somehow... That was unintentional. And somehow he's, he finds, like... I don't know if he's got a pocket that he's got these things in. <laughs> how does he put the sunglasses on? I don't really know.
1: See, there's an owner of a dog that I'm pretty sure I could teach to put sunglasses on. I w- how I would do it, put them on the floor with the like arms out and
3: get him to like flip him onto his nose yeah. and then wear
1: them. <laughs> That's not what we saw. No, we didn't I, see no. that
2: though. I really loved the bit in this song where Dodger comes around on the cement mixer so it moves around while he's stood on it yep. and he's got like his head up in the air. That's my favourite uh, little bit My
3: favourite bit of the song was when he jumps on top of a grand piano because you're going it's Billy Joel. No, oh, yeah. He's on top of mm-hmm. he's top of a grand piano. I mean, obviously that's a link. There's no other reason to do that.
1: I'm not that familiar with Billy Joel. Billy Joel piano man. Piano
3: man is his song.
1: Yeah. Oh, of course, it's that's the so, one that you sing.
3: That's the one I sing. Yeah, very good at that. Thank you. You're welcome. People say that Billy Joel does a decent impression of me doing that song. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but no. So he's like a piano bass. He's just a piano player. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. And so having him on a grand piano was, was was quite cool. And then this is where we get our dog roll call from Disney movies past. So we get Pongo, yeah. <laughs> we
2: get Peg as well from Lady we get, and the Tramp,
1: as
3: well as Jock and Trusty. Apparently are there. And I Lady. didn't see them. Was Lady there?
1: Lady literally looks right up at oh, the guy. Really looks <laughs> like discount, discount Tramp, which is turns out to be Dodger. And so at the end of
3: the of the song, they make it back. Uh, Dodger makes it back to his uh, lair, I guess for lack of a better word.
1: I was going to say underground lair. Yeah.
3: Just as the sun's going down. I'd like to remind you what has happened today.
1: They have chased some, <laughs> some Oliver woke up. <laughs> they stole some hot dogs.
3: So either he's like been chasing him for like a day. And
1: at this point, you just <laughs> give up and give the sausage or, to
2: that.
3: Or Oliver slept till like 4 p.m. It's
2: the middle of the winter. And the, the hot winter. dog man
3: isn't, isn't like showing up until 4 p.m. to start selling. He's,
2: he's like only like he's hitting two hours of the, How early
3: is too early to sell a hot dog in New York? It's never too early. It's the city that never sleeps. Like
2: Eight AM. Yeah. No, not even that. Because no, people, people coming in from a night out. Want yeah, a hot
0: dog they want hot dog. Oh, absolutely. wants a hot dog at
4: two in the
0: morning. Oh Me. boy, oh, two AM.
3: Nothing, nothing nearly as good when you've been out, out on, on the town or at a concert oh. or something as like yeah, a hot dog. The worst food ever. Oh, the worst but, food yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and That's so That's a new
1: podcast we're bringing out. Worst <laughs> food <laughs> ever. <laughs>
3: Enter yeah, because food would lend itself really well to an audio-only, no seeing, no smelling oh, guys, format. Sorted food
1: this? have a podcast?
3: Well, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so enter Chico and Francis, and Chico is played by comedian Cheech Marin.
1: I thought his name was Tito. Is what it Tito? I?
3: Maybe it's is Tito because
1: is it, he has a really wait, long is that name. Tiny little, the, the Chihuahua, is that
3: the Chihuahua.
1: Yeah, Chihuahua. The Chihuahua. Oh,
3: the Chihuahua. So I'm sure it probably is Tito.
4: I don't like I don't like Cheech Marin that much. I think he's... Awful in most Disney stuff he's in. It he's so annoying.
3: Tito, sorry. Enter Tito and Francis. And comedian Cheech Marin, I've actually got my notes that he plays Tito. My bad. Comedian <laughs> Cheech Marin was cast <laughs> as Tito. Um, and the energy proved to be the key to Tito's personality. And Cheech Marin claims, I was encouraged to ad lib. But I'd say I just gave it about 75% of the lines as they were written. So, you know, he's kind of saying,
1: you know, I didn't Rob, really put any effort Remember
3: in. Robin Williams? Yeah, I kind of did of it first. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people say that about Cheech Marin. He's like an early Robin Williams.
0: Really? Cheech, I've never Cheech, heard Cheech Marin's of him, okay.
3: Cheech and Marin is part of a double act called Cheech and Chong. I thought,
1: right. yeah, I thought
4: so.
3: And Cheech kind of, what we saw out of Cheech in this role is kind of what Cheech does. Right, okay. I mean, they're, they're kind of like stoner humor, but he's kind of like the the the, the high-pitched, high-energy so like one. Ted, but. Yeah, whereas Tommy Chong is like, he was in uh, Cars, oh, you he want to hear for Cars, but he's like, he's the one who talks like this, oh, man. Oh, what,
1: the, the camper van? Uh BRB.
3: is that him or is that <laughs> George Carlin? I think that's <laughs> George King. Carlin. Oh no,
1: that's Flo. She's she's girl.
4: Cheech Marin's uh, Ramon, in. Ramon. Ramon. Okay. That's yeah. It. Yeah.
3: In. yeah. That's it. Uh, so, um, so the natural energy of a Chihuahua played right into kind of his natural thing. Um, Cheech said that George Scribner was very encouraging as a director. He kept the energy level high at all the recording sessions. And this we find out that Tito doesn't like Macbeth.
1: No, he doesn't.
3: And was going to meet Francis. Not Frank. Francis. Not Frankie. Francis.
1: Francis.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and this was apparently first offered to Patrick Stewart.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's funny.
3: But he was too busy working as uh, Jean-Luc Picard on Star Trek The Next Generation and could not do it. And the role ultimately uh, went elsewhere. So, um, And then also enter Rita. And she's just kind of Prostitute there.
1: Prostitute dog. A little bit of that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, uh, she even puts blue eyeshadow on. She's yeah. a prostitute doll. Is
3: that what prostitutes do? They wear blue eyeshadow?
1: Just just blue. Just yeah. blue. Just layer of blue. That's what I played Audrey. I just had blue eyeshadow. Right. Really? Like it's very much just a. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Um, that so- makes uh, Georgia even worse. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. She's,
1: she's got blue
2: eyeshadow. Yeah. She's also got blue eyeshadow. Um, so- I didn't pick up on that vibe from Rita. I didn't. I just but- thought she was
1: really chilled.
3: No, I mean, I think the idea is, I mean, you're ever. <sighs> I mean, the, the, they can't overtly say it
1: No, but she lives in a little Like thing House thing That's got like curtains around it She's the only girl dog there Like Someone's what? got to bring in the money What is Na- what is Nancy? Is Nancy a prostitute? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: so I think yeah. In is a sense Weed as this
0: Yeah, but they Could didn't call her Nancy me. Did they? No,
3: they, they didn't But it's kind of Just What do you do? So they also, If they called her Nancy, Nancy That'd be a
2: little bit weird With the whole Nancy and Sykes relationship Yeah, it's just <laughs> One, yeah, one of the
3: and then we enter, uh, so anyway, so Rita comes in, uh, Dodger shows up with the food, he makes up this story, which is pretty good, and he's a good storyteller. And then Oliver drops in. Literally. literally. <laughs> and Rita kind of comes to his defense, and Dodger's like, you're a jerk, I'm not, lett- no, don't let him, st- you're, no, you're a stupid cat.
1: Cut to him watching the TV.
3: Yeah, and cut to him watching the TV, watching the baseball, I don't care.
1: With like zero explanation. Yeah, just. just really, just like,
3: boop. And then enter, and I had to ask who this was. I, I did, did not know this was Fagan. Because as someone who has seen a few productions of Oliver and loves the character of Fagan, this is not Fagan.
2: He's very different,
3: yeah. Oh, this is. You know who this is?
4: Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Go ahead. It's Dom DeLuis. It's Dom He's DeLuise, back at it again.
3: The same guy who was lost in the swamp with Kermit last week.
1: Oh, Dom DeLuis. Oh. Th-
3: this is Fagin. <laughs> He's lost his direction.
1: <laughs> Clearly. <laughs>
3: he should try Hare Krishna. <laughs> yeah. So um have
1: you tried Harry Krishna?
3: <laughs> that's it, see. And and so I I okay, I didn't like the Fagin character. I cuz Fagin came off as a victim in this. Yeah. I really struggled I, I, I with Fagin's how characterization.
1: How I don't understand it cuz I don't really know Oliver. Well, no, so.
3: okay, Fagin is
1: he he takes he's it, a bad guy. He's a bad much.
3: guy who uses children. Basically he does like radicalization of children to pickpocket and steal and okay, build yeah, his yeah, like yeah. empire and he sort of pays a little bit of tribute really to Bill Sykes.
2: Right, well, He but has always got a bit of warmth to the character, though, he's bit, Well,
3: that's a warmth. He's almost, he, that's he, he manipulates he like and acts him as like surrogate father. Yeah. And, and there's a fondness, but he's still, yeah. it's still not good.
2: No, it's it's proper sketchy what he's but doing, the problem but you is can you, tell that he does but, care but about them to, sometimes. But he's a scoundrel,
3: so you have to like him <laughs> right. even though he's dishonest. Right. I don't have yeah. any of this for Dom DeLuise's Fagin. I'm just like, you're just kind of a loser.
1: He was very much just a loser who appeared to some, have like borrowed some money from a loan shark. Yeah,
3: you're just some strange yeah. guy who really likes dogs.
1: And look... And eats dog biscuits. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit weird.
3: And then enter Bill Sykes, who was just a lone shark. Yeah, and is accompanied by two Dobermans. And I didn't like that either because the Dobermans take away the menace from Sykes.
0: Now, and, yeah. the problem
3: is once you make Sykes human and Fagan human, yeah. and everybody else an animal, then you have to have it. You can't have a guy walk around kicking the dogs. No. So you have to use something. That's where the Dobermans came in, and they weren't bad, but I was just like, again, if you're going to go this far from the source material, why do
1: it? The reg number on the car was Doeburn.
3: Yes, I, I do have that down, but well done. <laughs> uh, and there's a nice shot of Sykes' car when it arrives and if you went, that this was a looks good kind shot. of weird. It's because that's computer animated. Oh. Oh. This is the first time Disney sets up a department uh, set up expressively sorry expressly for the purpose of generating computer animation.
1: See that was a nice sweeping shot. And, and we did have even... a
3: few bits like that where like those bits are like that's computer animated. It definitely that's looked, computer now animated, I know that it definitely looked different. It was yeah. smoother isn't and it? And it looks almost a little 3D. Yeah, was computer yeah. animated. Yeah. Um, and 11 minutes of Oliver and company was done using computer assisted imagery such as the skyscrapers, the taxi cabs, trains, Fagan's scooter cart and the subway chase at the end.
4: Okay. That's crazy, because in Disney films now, there's only 11 minutes that's not computer animated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to find 11 <laughs> minutes that's not computer animated. Uh, and this is where Fagin gets his... Oh, oh I did not like Sykes' character design. Can I start with that? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what? He's he's a businessman?
1: I don't he's know. Just that's
0: weird.
1: He's just a... He's, he's a, a shot.
3: He's just a boring... Yeah. Th- heavy without thugs? Like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, ugh.
1: Yeah,
2: it's kind of got like almost a mafia-like design yeah. to him. But yeah, like you say, no thugs apart from his Dobermans. It was
3: really strange. And we find out that fagan has got three days to pay or something will happen, which we're led to believe will be death. Uh, the Dobermans, were called Roscoe and DeSoto, threaten Oliver. Oliver Is that a
1: reference to Oliver at all? Or? I didn't get it. No. no.
3: no. Oliver scratches, uh, I think it's DeSoto. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're ready to kill him. And then Dodger, with very little reason, like, Wait, his name's DeSoto? Yeah.
4: Like the car.
1: Oh, are they car brands?
3: Is
0: Roscoe yeah. a car
3: brand?
4: I don't know. I, I just know so, DeSoto's yeah. a car. Okay.
3: So then Oliver, with, uh, not Oliver, uh, Dodger, without really any reason, like backs up Oliver? Yeah. Cuz I guess he's proven his loyalty, but like Oliver's not proven his loyalty. He's just trying not to get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not like he's like, "No, I love Fagin." He's like, "Just don't eat me." Just
4: please don't That's eat me. That's good enough for them. Yeah,
3: I guess. And this is th- part of my problem with this film is it just it just short changes like w- what was how, how is this earned? What was the point? It didn't feel like it was the next step. He was over there not interested, you know. They're jumping off girders, and he's like, Later, I'm not part of a team, just by yourself. You just yeah, learned I mean, a lesson of street smarts, and now he's like, No, you're your family. right. Like, I know Rita and Tito are like, No, nah, the kid's good, the kid's good, but um,
4: yeah, I think I think the problem here is with this with this show. We're able to break down the plot, and sometimes there are things that I've missed. like go, oh, no, that makes sense now. I don't dislike that. We're breaking the pl- plot down, <sighs> and I still don't know what's no, going on. No, I, I agree with you there.
3: Um, and then Fagin cries, and he's got uh, – everything that is supposed to be like I'm supposed to like laugh at Fagin, but also feels – he's got, like, fuzzy bunny slippers.
1: He was just pathetic.
3: And he's a victim to us, which is really interesting. And they give him a dog biscuit, and apparently – like
1: he that's eats okay. the dog
3: biscuit and he's like thanks boys I needed that and I'm like
1: one one of them's a girl what too.
2: yeah
3: what? yeah no, no I agree with you I'm, I'm just like what to the, yeah, the, the yeah, dog biscuit yeah, They pull
2: up the blanket as well and that's really but cute.
3: They take care of them and they're like slobbering yeah. all over him and it's it's all right but he goes who got Roscoe's nose and the dogs grab I think Dodger grabs Oliver and shows Pies him scruff, off yeah yeah and then like Fagan reads a story to the dogs about
2: dogs it's like the ideal life of a dog. So it's a dog that's like rolling around in a meadow or something. And then- so it's
3: basically the idea of like one day life will be good so for us. Like, yeah. It's a
1: fairy tale story yeah. for dogs. Like, but why does Fagin like, have a fairy tale story for dogs?
3: It's kind of like George telling Lenny about, about the so rabbits. About the rabbits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the, at the end, Fagin's going to kill all the dogs. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, and so then we have, uh, th- then they go to sleep and then Oliver gets up and sleeps next to Dodger. And it's this nice moment, oh, I guess. Yeah. And Aww. I've got, I have got my notes. Is this just Lady and the Tramp where Lady is played by Oliver?
1: Who's the I, Tramp? I, Dodger? Tramp is Dodger. Well, he looks like Tramp.
3: And like, you know, the, that, that, group they meet at the pound is basically the group we like, meet here. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. They're not doing much heavy lifting in character really design not. here. <laughs> so I just went. Control-C, control-V, change the names. Good enough.
1: Maybe give them slightly <laughs> different colors, but yeah. Yeah,
3: that's about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so the next day, we get more of a Twin Towers.
1: And the plan is, I mean,
3: these dogs are sociopaths. We're going <laughs> to cause like a multi-car accident. <laughs> uh, and then we get the song um, Streets of Gold, sung by Ruth Pointer. And all this really does is it introduces us to Jenny, who we saw earlier. Jenny. And she's in the back of the car we find that her rich parents are staying wherever they are longer.
1: Rome or something, I think they were going to. This is really I have sad. I a weird
4: fact about Jenny. Okay, what's that? Um, I did like a weird, like a little bit of research ages ago. I found out, Uh, I think George might know this. Do you know Cranium Command? The the Epcot ride?
1: No of it, yeah.
4: The one where Buzzy got stolen.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: She's one of the main actresses in Cranium Command.
1: Okay. And this
4: is the only connection I ever knew to Oliver and Company was there was some video where they were like, oh yeah, Jenny, who also voiced Annie. And I was like, oh, interesting. It's the same character.
1: Nice.
3: So they fake the situation where they hit Francis the the bulldog. I think he's a bulldog?
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah.
3: And they fake that he hits him. And the the, the, the British chauffeur named Winston.
1: What happened to the dog that actually did get hit by the car? Did
3: the dog get hit by the car? It's
2: the other the, I don't know what breed he is, that good great. No, he's not a great, Dane. What is he? The other guy, go- the, the other anyway. dog, anyway. He, like, runs into the car he because he's the it, brave Butch obvious. one, yeah, and then okay. he lets the other one take over because he's got the acting skills to play dead. Because oh. he's the one that was watching Macbeth. Of course. That makes him <laughs> <so he's laughs> a <laughs> theatrical <laughs> dog, yeah.
3: <laughs> and so, meanwhile, like, I don't know what Tito's trying to do. Is he just trying to bite through the wires? He's
2: hot wiring it,
3: isn't he? He's
1: trying to hot
2: wire the car. I think yeah. so. Anyway,
3: he gets electrocuted for his for his trouble
2: because <laughs> Oliver falls on the, yeah. um, the ignition
3: yeah. And Jennifer uh, Jenny, sorry, uh, then sees Oliver and, the, and decides she's going to adopt him. And the chauffeur is like, "No, you can't adopt the cat." But Jenny's convinced to keep him. They drive off, and now everybody else is going. We've lost Oliver, and they're like all in on Oliver already.
1: Yeah, this I mean, which
3: actually is kind of what happens in Oliver. Like he's there for like half a day.
1: It like he's is. a human child.
2: Yeah, there's not With really no any reason why they would care about him in this.
3: I forget in the original Oliver, is it just when they find out he's in a rich house they care about him again? No, they or do they legitimately care about him after half they, a day?
2: Uh, no, they care about him because he knows where they live oh, and he it, can tell the, people about. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so they it's do fake care then. Well, I think they do kind of care about him, but he he gets arrested because they think he's stolen a wallet and it wasn't actually him, it was someone else. Right. Um, and then he kind of gets taken in by the rich people well, and least, they're worried and then they find out. At least as far as trying
3: find. to make this fit the, the narrative, it's not bad. This part's not bad as far as how you get him in the house. So then we get to the house and Jenny's like, I'm keeping the cat. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 butler comes in and like wakes up Georgette. Yeah. And Georgette, who is played oh, by... Bette Midler. Bette Midler, uh, a New Yorker. So yeah. there's lots of New yeah, Yorkers yeah. in this. Uh, and she's playing the over-the-top diva, if you can imagine. Bette Midler doing such no. a thing. I know, right? And yet she's got this, like, spiral staircase for her <laughs> dog house. I'm like, <laughs> at least later, like, when they explain why she's important, I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, these rich people really have a thing for their dog
4: this say. began the worst four minutes of my entire life and,
3: no. if, and, and, and if you have a thing this big of a thing for a dog though why are we leaving the dog for so long forget the kid why are really because they clearly love this dog more <laughs> very than the kid
1: because true.
4: True.
3: the kids got like very basic clothing but this dog's got everything you could ever want yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Jenny looks really, really normal, and like, doesn't she? And, and, like when yeah. she goes and out is, the park, not later pretentious
3: on. at all. No, has I like no Jenny. entitlement. I'm like, the, the dog's got all this. Yeah. Jenny's like totally well adjusted, even <laughs> though like Winston's raising her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so um this is where we have the, the makeup mirror and we get the song Perfect Ain't you know, perfect isn't easy. And Ethan, I'm gonna guess that you did not like this song.
4: I hate this segment really? okay. so much.
3: I love it, love it, love it. I really like this segment, actually.
4: I was different. <laughs> the, there's something about seeing these very close-up animated shots of, of Georgette, like, up close with her teeth out. That makes me really uncomfortable. Oh, it is. Yeah, and it's yeah. so weirdly sexual at points. Oh, it is. It's like that very... It's like, hey, boobs,
3: Oh, absolutely. We have that, yeah.
4: I I, I felt like I was watching some weird furry hentai thing and
3: I hated it. <laughs> I remember going, "Wait, was that just a boob joke in there?" Yes, and yes, I was like, "Yes, it was."
2: But it's kind of it's subtle not, unless not, you're not, an not, adult. Oh no, it, it's totally subtle. It, it looks, just, looks like a kind of a fur This is totally sure this is totally for the mums
3: and dads who are like yeah. that's bet midler, that's funny.
2: Yeah. I so really love how she dips her ears into the powder pot like like a powder puff.
3: Okay. Yeah. And then uses that to apply the powder, I guess, or uh, I think no, so, yeah. Yeah. maybe
0: she
2: just powders her eyes. I um, not <laughs> um, like I like.
3: I mean, Bette Midler was always a little bit blue in her comedy. You know what I mean? Like she was a little bit crass, mm-hmm. and so it would make sense the cartoon version would have a couple yeah, of innuendos. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: and I'm pretty sure all those photos that are behind her, like shades long, are definitely her her admirer.
0: Well, it's
3: funny that you mentioned that because one of the photos is clearly of Scooby Doo.
0: Is it?
3: <laughs> and another one is Radigan. From, from Basil the Great Mouse Detective, yeah. Oh, okay. my God. But I didn't see Radigan, but I saw scooby <laughs> So, uh, which is weird, because that's a Hanna-Barbera property. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and so... Owned
1: by Sony now, I think?
3: I don't or know. Or Universal? Paramount.
1: Universal Paramount?
3: Paramount sounds right.
1: I know they exist in one of the parks, yeah. so it's one of them that's got...
3: We, we used to have it in Canada, in Canada's Wonderland, so... Oh, uh, it must know. be Paramount yeah. then. Um, and so um, when Georgette's singing her song, after oh, that, sorry. I and mean, when the birds show up just in time, she'll, and it's good because there's the counter melody needs to occur. And the birds are here <laughs> in time to sing that. But the, I'm kind of going, oh, but then they made like that star wipe around her head. And I'm like, okay, I changed my mind. That's, this is this special. is crossed over and I'm now 100% on board. <laughs> with this. Like it's over the top and ridiculous, but I I'm like on board it, with it now. I like it
1: from this point onwards. Like before this I point, I was like, Oh, that's just a bit weird. I would agree with
3: that. But from, from this point, point on, I was like, oh, no, okay. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I was in.
4: too on. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I will discuss this later, but I hate Georgia anyway, so this just further proved it. <laughs> well, I'm kind
3: of wondering, is she supposed to be Christine Brinkley in Uptown Girl? Oh, oh if anybody's God. seen... Uptown Girl is a music video and song, uh, but the music video is specifically what I'm thinking about. Uh,
1: so I know the song by but-
3: by Billy Joel, where he plays a car mechanic and this like supermodel comes in to get her car serviced yeah and so there's like all these like choreographed dance numbers and stuff, and <laughs> Billy Joel the common man, wins her over and leaves with Christine Brinkley in the end, and he would later go on to like date and maybe even marry I think he married her in the end
0: right.
3: so I'm wondering yeah. if joel first I 'm like well if these end up together, this is clearly what she's the supermodel and she's going to pair up with, with 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 Dodger and i I chose the wrong guy
2: clearly well, they chose <laughs> the wrong guy i don't know.
3: Although I thought the payoff was good. And there's a squirrel who's kind of doing a sword in the stone thing in the tree, uh-huh. like holding like its tail, like all suggestively. Yeah, like, I
2: didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I was totally
3: mm-hmm. like, I was like, we're back to, squ- I forget what an <laughs> argument about squirrels used to be for.
2: Was it squirrels or Madame Mim that were more memorable? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah.
3: I, I, I was like, squirrel, here we go. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize Madame Mim in this film, but I recognize a squirrel.
2: <laughs> I think Madam Mim would have stuck out like a sore thumb in this film. Maybe <laughs> and- it was just like a pair of legs with some purple shoes
3: Maybe it shoes was. On. Maybe, yeah. And Georgette doesn't like Oliver and you notice this george that when georgette barks
1: it's literally just that Midler going bark bark
3: yeah bark, she's bark, actually bark. saying the word bark while <laughs> it's so while,
1: ridiculous while i thought
3: that was funny she's making it onomatopoeic and i didn't yeah. hear it the first time i heard it the second yeah. time yeah. <laughs> and uh she explains to oliver everything is mine from the door everything from the doorknob down is mine
1: that got a laugh which me. was
3: good yeah. um Oliver wants to stay though, and we dissolve out. And the dogs are in a meeting now, the gang, and they want to break Oliver out. And this is where like, Tito's like, Man, he's blood, he's family. And I'm like, Tito,
1: you've known him a day. You've known
3: him a day, mate.
1: Yeah. That's it. Like half you a day. day. And you thought he was an intruder. You've been barbecued in that point, like, you don't remember this.
3: And at this point now, um, Oliver is hanging out with Jenny and Jenny's got to practice her piano and this actually gives us like an organic reason for there to be a song. Yeah, it's quite nice. Because <laughs> she, nice. she plays this song cute. and Oliver can somehow read music because he knows when it's time <laughs> to turn the page.
1: See, I really wanted that to be like a... No, you turned it too soon, Mo. No, no, no. He turned it at the right time. Like Kermit
3: needs to step aside. This cat needs to be rich and famous and Hollywood.
1: Been, he's <laughs> been practicing with the cats in the Aristocats. And I
0: thought
3: we were having a, I we were having a daydream <laughs> fantasy, and it wasn't. They had the most action packed day ever. it looked amazing. They went to Central Park and frolicked in the boats
1: by herself.
3: By herself.
1: This is like seven year old who's in the eighties in New York, of a rich. rich yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they like yeah. went
3: running down and like like hitting a stick down the down the the fence in Central Park, and, and this, she
1: curtsies. And this Rich
3: couple comes by and she curtsies and Oliver bows and they Aww. smile and I'm like this is like if Mary Poppins London was in Central Park. Yes. There's like 12 people in New York and they're all friendly people. It's
1: like you wonder why she gets kidnapped. Like how did she not get kidnapped earlier? <laughs> how did she?
3: How did she yeah. uh, Oliver joins the lead and collar club.
2: Doesn't they get an ice cream? And isn't Winston there then as well? I'm sure he has a three scoop ice cream does he i think when he's there. he's been like hanging back while yeah. she's been running ahead or something and she got some this fancy
3: tag that has like his Older. name and the address on fifth avenue and fifth avenue is like the richest street in new york oh, okay so like when it says fifth avenue that means money right that's why fagan sees it later and goes oh see
1: to someone who doesn't know that it's oh. just like oh it's a fancy gold tag like it must mean that range. And then
3: they're going to bed, and this bed is like literally, the length of it is like you could fit five of her end <laughs> to end. And I'm like, I just, if nothing else in my life, I want a room that's big enough first off, and then that bed.
1: bed that's really long. A bed
3: that's that long, because my feet always hang off the end. So
1: you don't need a bed that's five times your length. You just need a bed that's bigger. Oh, I think
3: it'd be great if you could like do like, just like- three Rolling If you could do like <laughs> the diameter of the bed, no matter which way I go and where I start, if I start at the center point, I'm fine.
1: See- as a short person, I can just about oh, lay geez. the wrong way on my bed That's and I'm okay. Right.
4: Yeah, It'd just be like that thing where you, where if you get stuck in an avalanche you don't know which way's up, which way's down. I'd hate that if I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh no, where am I in my bed? That was very Kiwi of you. That was very Kiwi of you. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not get, left... I'm passionate. I'm passionate about bed geology.
1: Geography. Geology. <laughs> the rocks yeah. in your bed. <laughs>
3: uh, this is where the... Uh... had a
1: rock in your bed you just have <laughs> to. <laughs>
4: no! That doesn't even make sense And I'm
3: offended Well now that we're Ethan's like we're Between a rock and a hard place We're gonna go ahead oh. And uh, move on So um, The dogs break in Yes Which this part Felt very 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah
3: uh, And Winston's Into his wrestling
0: Yeah I don't mean like
3: He's not, he's not just kind of He's, he's like, really yeah. into his wrestling Which is funny If you consider the juxtaposition Of the snooty English butler I like that yeah. It was nice yeah. And then Tito's like – and they're, they're realizing like Oliver's got a nice get-up here. They're like, wow, things are going well. And at one point Tito goes, if this is torture, tie me to the
0: wall. Yeah.
3: And that was, <laughs> and that was the line that was used in like when the, when the DVD finally came out for sale in 1996 or the VHS was 1996. Mm-hmm. That was the line they used. It was like the, the closing yeah. line for it <laughs> which just said, if this is so – oh, if this is torture, tie me to the wall. This, place, this film's great.
4: I would love to see that happen in a trailer for a Disney film in 2020. Oh, jeez. That's how uh, Rear and the Lost Dragons trailer ends.
1: (laughs) Disney present Fifty Shades of Purple.
3: (laughs) And uh, speaking of purple or blue eyeshadow, anyway, Mm -hmm. Georgette meets Dodger. And Dodger's like, Mm -hmm. chill out. It's not you I'm after. To which Georgette takes great offense. She does. (laughs) Well, it's not.
2: Why not? Do you know who I am?
3: I'm a a six-time national dog of the year. And they decide together, we're going to kidnap Oliver because it's everybody's mutual advantage. Um, and then like that's not good. But then Chico, oh, Tito, sorry, like sexually harasses Georgette. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Welcome mom, baby. Le-
4: Disney awkward characters yeah. let, with the attractive love interest. Let me
3: lay this on you. And then she like kicks him out of the house. And I'm OK Slaps with this. him down the fire escape. And I'm OK with this. But then he does the whole, oh, I think she likes she me, really man. likes
1: me. And I'm like. No, <sighs> don't perpetuate this.
3: The idea that somehow women, when they say no, they really mean yes.
1: We don't. We mean we want to slap you. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, and then back at Especially the hideout. if
1: we do slap you. Yes.
3: <laughs> and then back at the hideout, and Oliver wants to, wanted to be happy with Jenny. And he says, "I have, he's like, wait, what do you mean home? I've, I've mm-hmm. got a home. I was with you guys for like 12 hours. You, you wouldn't share the hot dogs with me. Yeah. Like, you
1: can't blame him here, really. No.
3: And Dodger gets mad. And I'm like, this is not earned. He spent one night there, and Dodger was a jerk to him before that. What he was mm-hmm. said, I'm a solo act. Here's some street smarts for you. And then there were some footage like pouting. Yeah. Uh, the other
2: dogs are
1: sympathetic. Yeah, though. they are.
3: And Fagin finds the collar, and I'm just going, wait, all this happened in one day? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like this
1: isn't like
3: Amazon Prime shipping. Like, how did this little girl get like? She went to the a tags. Shop
1: and had it engraved to watch Had it engraved on awake.
3: the day... De- oh jeez that's, that's amazing
1: you can get keys cut while you wait why can't you get a thing yeah. in bed? she
4: had a full day I know she's got a chauffeur and driver <laughs> places but she's still got a full day there in Oliver and Company they don't have 24 hour days they have like 100 hour yes. days just so everything to be fair
3: there. when you were a kid like it did feel like the days lasted oh, the days a days lot longer, longer yeah, didn't it like yeah, yeah. you go outside and like, I don't know I'm t- I, still, I still feel that if you're bored you're like oh there's nothing to do
1: that is a real phenomenon
3: and your birthday felt like, yeah. like centuries Away.
1: It's because it is. It's literally because it, the percentage of your life that it's taken to get to that next yeah. point. Like, it's, it's, there's science behind it. It's really cool. But yeah, yeah no, that's why it feels longer when you're younger. Because
3: we get more accustomed to what a year feels like as we age, and therefore the passage of time speeds up.
1: But also, like if, between the time that you turn six to seven, that is. A seventh of your life. We
3: are arguing the exact same point. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. I'm just just perpetuating (laughs) it. That's the second time I've used that word. Okay.
3: So, from the time you turn to age six to age seven, it's 16% of your life you're putting back on it. Yeah. But when you turn 49 to 50, it's only 2% of your life. And therefore, it it feels feels a lot quicker. Eight times faster. Yes. Yes.
1: There we go. We're in agreement.
3: There we go. We are in agreement. So then Fagan looks at the, t- the tag and he realizes he can rob Jenny's house. At least I think he thinks he's going to rob Jenny's house. That would make more he sense. He's holding
1: a cap ransom, isn't he? I, I know. Oh, sorry. But,
3: that, but, <laughs> but, but, but but wouldn't it make more sense if he actually robbed the house?
1: See, I thought he was just going to like pawn off the tag. Like I assumed like the
3: – It's like that solid gold?
1: Oh, it might be. Because
3: we don't know how much he owes him, nor, nor do we no. need to. Because that would, no. cause if he said like $50, dollars would be like, $50? Yeah, that's not a big deal. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you put a number on $50. it. Inflation $50. ruins it, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's a really nice gag as Fagan tries to write the letter on this ironing board. Mm -hmm. And every time he writes it, it goes down a little bit further. I did appreciate
1: that joke. Have you ever been ironing and the ironing board goes, no. I have. I I have Have when it's on.
4: I thought I was going to die. Yeah, it's
1: really scary.
3: (laughs) Uh, Back at the brownstone, Jenny gets the letter and is determined she's going to get Oliver back. Uh, fagin goes to meet sykes and the doberman attack fagin dodger to the rescue Can we just say dodger's really loyal to fagin like yeah. really loyal like well, that's they don't the show book, man, isn't it? yeah but the, i mean they don't show blood in this but like dodger gets the crap beat out of him here
4: yep you could say only the good die young you
3: could say only
4: the good die
0: young
3: oh this whole film was in a new york state of mind so uh, as we go through though i mean he's sitting there billy joel reference billy joel references <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was the piano man <laughs> i felt like i was watching this film for the longest time
1: so you're saying these things uh, but like, i'm not getting them
3: that's okay someone out there is anybody from america is probably popping for him there Okay. Yeah. Okay. Billy Joel has got the radio play here, he does. But in Canada and in, in America, like he's in the heavy rotation all the time. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's a wonderful me- melodist? Sure. He's a wonderful melodist.
0: Stick with it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Fagin loves Dodger, though, in return. Like, there's this real mutual affection between the two of them. And we find out that he's got 12 hours to make this thing work with Oliver.
4: Mm-hmm. He's feeling a lot of pressure. <sighs> Is that a thing? Yeah. No, it's one of his songs. Is it? Yeah. A lot of pressure? Pressure.
3: okay. Um, it's a shame that he had hot dogs and we didn't get scenes from an Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Ethan, I need to stop. <laughs> to us get um, and so the meetup. And Fagan uh, looks at what time it is. And Georgia, you picked up on this. What was on his wrist?
1: It was a Mickey watch.
3: He had a Mickey watch Aww, on his uh, wrist. did that. Yeah, it, w- it was the one closest to his wrist.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the one with the Mickey arms to show the time.
3: Yeah. And that was really quite, that was that was a big in the '90s. That became a big thing. People like yeah, lots yeah. of people had that. Uh, and then Jenny comes clean and goes, "Look, I want, I want my cat. My cat's been stolen. I brought my piggy bank." And Fagin <laughs> oh. feels about two feet my tall. Sword. Uh, I mean, find out what Sykes is watching the exchange from his car. Yeah. Fagin turns baby face and says, "Oh, look! I found your cat in this dumpster over here." <laughs> Again, not dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the hot dogs, he's fine. Uh, Sykes then kidnaps Jenny. And this was an interesting end of the film because at this point, Roy E. Disney had the idea that Fagin would attempt to steal a rare panda from the city zoo. And that would be the third act. And the writers went, yeah, we really can't make that happen. And the panda (laughs) subplot was eventually dropped and the director suggested to have Fagin hold Oliver for ransom because he was a valuable rare Asian cat. Was that part ever brought up? No. No, I didn't think so. No, never.
2: I he might. didn't look like a valuable red. He, he looked like just, just like a random like red... Ginger Tom. Red, yeah,
4: According to most of the general public, where well, they didn't get him, he wasn't very valuable either. Yeah,
2: that's right. Oh. I wonder if Oliver is O'Malley's son.
0: The well, alley cat.
3: Yeah. No, interesting. Tom's A shared Tom universe.
1: O'Malley,
2: O'Malley, um, O'Malley, O'Malley. Time
3: to rescue the kid, though. Oliver is launched. He's inside a football helmet? Mm-hmm. And he gets launched into the warehouse? Uh, Winston is talking to Sykes. He said, put the old man on the phone. Um, meanwhile, there's a pizza delivery where all the animals are like on top of each other and somehow learned how to, how to write pizza.
1: Yeah, I yeah. don't even understand this.
3: <laughs> We're not going to worry about the opposable thumbs and a trick that they could have used elsewhere in the film and never do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then um, Oliver shows up and, like, you know, like meows on Jenny's, like, shoulder or something. Yeah. She goes, Oh, Oliver, I thought I'd never see you again. And I remember, like, verbally going, like, Jenny, you need to get your priorities in order here. Like, You're guy, about to die. This guy might kill you. Yeah, like, yeah. you saw her. Great. How about we get free first?
2: Well, the whole reason for being there is for Oliver, isn't it?
3: I guess.
1: But jo- life jo- or death or cat.
3: Georgette takes out the Dobermans with a blanket, to which Tito goes, oh boy, what a woman. <sighs> um, the dogs and the kid end up on... Did Sykes... Is like this, is Sykes the original owner of Amazon? Because <laughs> she's got, like, this giant, like, you know what I think you've seen all the Amazon commercials? That, that, that yeah. like, shoot, that, yeah. like, the conveyor, because but, like, whoosh, yeah, and, like, all the parcels like come out
1: fun, on like it. Like a funfair ride tower thing, but, like, on a for parcels, yeah.
4: yeah. Well, like, that one giant conveyor belt in Polar Express.
1: Sure. Don't know. Not Disney property. We can't talk about it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and so... Oh, yeah, I forgot. We didn't send that in you. And so, um... Uh, and then Sykes corners them and then Fagin comes in for the save to mm-hmm. show okay. that he's fully
2: Can we just take a moment himself? to talk about the fact that Tito decides to sing Hi Ho, Hi Ho as off to work we go? He does, yeah. I oh, missed
1: yeah. miss that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, As he like, goes to electrocute himself for the second lifting. time in the film. And then we have the
3: chase scene and um, across the Brooklyn Bridge and into the underground, into the subway. And Bill Sykes clearly went to the Cruella Deville School of Driving. He <laughs> yeah. shreds his tires. His back ends all over the place. Like, all we needed was like, these cartoon, like, red fire <laughs> eyes. And, like, he's never getting out of the subway. No. Like, it's never going to happen. No. And the kid, how, how Jenny survives this, I'll never know. Because she's thrown onto the hood yep. of Sykes's car. And, and somehow it about. doesn't
2: fall off. She's holding onto the, um, the Doberman statuey thing on the front. What's no, it called? Hood ornament. Yeah,
3: yeah, And Oliver comes through and uh, gives a bite and saves um, Jenny from one of the Dobermans. And to be fair, kitten teeth really do hurt. So oh, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can definitely oh, buy I into can that. Oh, I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> and a Dodger then comes with a save on the on the Dobermans. I mean, it's really the license plate shot in case you missed it. Yeah, Here's Doberman. Doberman. Um, and then now Sykes is on the bonnet of his car and the car is still dry. I really struggled with the logic and the physics <laughs> behind
1: this. Like at least in onwards we see him put a brick on like the how band. is the car
3: moving? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like it's not like although you might be on like the subway tracks, you, you are not a subway tu- You train. haven't turned into a subway train <laughs> that just keeps going forward.
4: There's another abandoned kitten that they've just put there instead Oh, oh
3: uh, uh, and there's a head on collision between Sykes and an upcoming train, and that's yeah. really dark for a Disney movie.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> straight up dead. Like,
3: like, like do the thing where he like falls off the side of the Brooklyn Bridge and like falls into, into the, water. the water, and he like I can't swim, I can't swim, pushed and he just falls. You go, okay, I'm going to assume he's going to drown or something like that, but we're yeah, not going to yeah, show you it.
2: You get, I mean, I think the other darkest Disney deaths I can think of ones where they fall off from high high heights but, so they're used you, to making people fall and it is a bit like oh that's a death in a disney film but, but this is
3: brutal but, but you never hear contact and you no, hear the you car get like hitting
4: a, and like flames fireball, come
1: yeah
4: <laughs> well you're saying that we didn't start the fire
1: <laughs> i got that one that one i got i know that well, no, one they just turned him into subway paste
4: <laughs>
3: well, done. well is done gone true or false are you looking up titles as we're talking no, I just know a lot of all the, right. the joke songs. <laughs> I can see you doing this. Which one can I get ready? Yeah, I
1: can, I can imagine his left channel totally, just currently scrolling through. He's on
3: screen. Reddit. Help me out, folks. <laughs>
4: Ew, I'd never use that.
3: Uh, and so uh He's do- all about Discord. Oliver is saved by oh, Dodger. Yeah. And the music tells me do- that Oliver might be dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's being carried do- by Scruff.
3: Do- and Dodger looks really old in this part. Like he doesn't like Dodger at all.
1: Mm. His hair is
3: not up, it's down, it's wet. He looks like like a wet dog.
1: A wet dog That's
3: all he is Smelly wet dog And Oliver's in Dead After All And the score to Good Company Which I mentioned earlier Good Company was a lovely little song
2: I really liked this little Instrumental reprieve Yeah so that It was really pretty To be
3: fair They got their money's worth out of it Yeah Because they kept that bandwagon. But it kind of became the theme Of Oliver's relationship with Jenny Yeah And so as a result It, it made sense Anytime they were reunited yeah, To play sense. this uh, and so now we kind of fade and dissolve out.
2: I really like the little um, shot of Georgette before we fade out. She just looks so, so oh, haggard.
3: <laughs> yeah, because to be fair, like she's like in this because like she she cares obviously about Jenny. Yeah. But she's like completely out of her element here. <laughs> uh, and so back in New York and uh, Fagan, well, always in New York, but back into the Brownstone house and Fagan's invited to the birthday, which I found to be, a very, a very quick forgiveness th- I guess
1: Problematic Well I
3: guess the kid never knows That Fagin's the one who the kidnapped kidnap- Yeah it does It's not so like the dogs Can talk to them And be like yeah. no uh, Chico and- It's a bit
2: weird That Winston let her invite This random old guy To that the, is- the hot party
3: well, unless, unless he takes her home And says I saved the kid I guess yeah But to which point Like mum and dad Still aren't home
1: No Well they do They do allude to that earlier That well, she, actually, they won't be back For the birthday
3: Chico and Georgette Are dancing together Fagin and Winston Are watching wrestling together Mm hmm and there's a phone call from Jenny's parents, and they'll be there tomorrow. Not on, you know, her birthday. The
0: day after. They
2: don't even wish her happy birthday. That is such a good point.
3: No. no. <laughs> and the gifts are great, and we don't have any gifts from her parents, obviously, because it's all like, you know, like hubcaps and yeah,
1: it's, it's stuff in the great Brackets. Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm starting to think she might have, you know, not been wanted. And she hugs.
3: She, hug, she hugs She hugs Fagin. She hugs Fagin. And we're hearing that good company score again. So it's about relationships in general. And then Chico gets a makeover and decides, sorry, Tito gets a makeover into Chico and decides (laughs) that he can't do this anymore and runs. And that's kind of funny. The thing he wanted the whole movie.
1: He's like, nope, 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 nope.
3: And as soon as she, you know, like clean. And as soon as she (laughs) wants to change him at all, he's like, not having that.
1: Good on him though. Don't change for anyone. Be yourself.
3: Okay. You can say good on him except for he sexually harassed the other character the whole film.
1: Okay, yeah, no, so not that bit No <laughs> The other bit
3: And then we get a, a reprise of Why Should I Worry? And all the dogs are now jumping on Like These dogs are a menace to the, the cars really of New are. York They really are And just a quick little tidbit on the way out um, The dogs' dances were based on the choreography of Bob Fosse
1: See, I oh, thought cool. the choreography from Georgette's number was very Fosse It's very it very, yeah. very Even with the birds going around yep. her head from, It was very Actually, fussy. that's very Chicago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And then uh, lots of advertising you noticed in this film, Georgia. Yeah,
1: the, that end shot had an like advert Times Square for Coca-Cola. Like it yeah. must have been um, Kodak,
3: yep. Sony. Yep, oh. Tab, which is like a Diet Coke yeah. drink.
1: There was loads of them.
3: Yeah, there was tons. So uh, definitely getting some money because, like I said, business is not good for Disney at this no. time. I need so. that
1: they a Sony advert, though.
3: Uh, Yeah, given what eventually would happen, but yeah. uh, And so that is our film. So at this point, this is where we take a pause, and we do a pause for the parks. So while Georgia brings that up, a pause for the parks is the moment where we stop our our film review, and we talk about how the elements of this film have made their way into the pageantry of the Disney Parks experience. So our usual pseudo-countdown of about three minutes, Georgia and Ethan, you guys go ahead and
1: talk about some park-up, so basically I wish Ethan had saved his little tidbit from the Epcot ride for now because I have zero else and neither does Andrew Shesky. <laughs> like Okay. There is nothing. Um he says Oliver and Company. It's a movie. Yeah, i like yeah, that's that's literally it. <laughs> um, <laughs> There were some walk-around characters that appeared when the movie debuted, but other than that, I could not find much other park presence. Anyway, thanks and have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. You too, Andrew. You
3: too, thanks a lot, Andrew.
1: Um, um, but yeah, so okay, so let's talk. To have a fun fact about an
4: Epcot ride.
3: <laughs> so, so, so let's talk about that. Why is why do you think they're not a bigger deal in the Disney canon? Why do you think their park presence isn't as high?
1: Um, I think it's something to do with like the animal stuff. The fact, so the
3: fact that it's four legs, isn't it? It's
1: four legs, and it is really difficult to put the, this story into a ride let,
3: let me ask you like like is 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 the lion king heavily featured
1: not as walk-arounds or anything they're no, all animatronics
3: because because of that right
1: same with um what was oh, that sorry
3: sorry ethan buddy you got, uh, you're not speaking up very loud
4: you you have walk-around like animal characters uh i know like marie and some of the other characters but from they're the on two
1: legs they have to be up on two yeah. legs don't they yeah, yeah. and Ari- so aristocats they walk around. aristocats is arguably the bigger film than this one like 101
3: dalmatians oh, it's definitely. just cruella de vil isn't it
1: yeah yeah but yeah. aristocats is bigger than this one so they've got well we've got cats why do we need to do um, more cats more dogs i don't think they have i think the dog presence also is taken by pluto and goofy like yeah. there isn't yeah. any other dogs in disney in the what parks.
3: is the presence just help me out we have like the i, mean, I, got, I got a point just hear mm-hmm. me out with the Genie.
1: oh quite heavy oh is
3: it yeah he's a so wondering character. if because the who's the most marketable character in this film it's Dodger, isn't Dodger, it? Dodger, yeah. I yeah. wonder, is there some. Re- oh, I think so. Is there some reason why maybe. Cause it's built- I don't know what the contracts would be? Because they've really not utilized this in the grand scheme it's of things. It's
1: possible that it wasn't. What, that the parks don't have. That some rights might have gone somewhere else. And just, nowhere might have I'm the just, parks' rights. It's, well,
3: I mean, it's just Disney in general just kind of sleeps on Oliver and Company. Yeah. Don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder yeah. why that
3: is because it's. I mean, it Oliver. Is not very good. Well, Oliver Tw- maybe, but Oliver Twist is such an iconic
1: story. Maybe they've got, maybe they had other plans for an Oliver Oliver Twist kind of maybe, film, and maybe. they've just waited really and not done it. But yeah, no, so there is okay. very, very little. Well,
3: that was a very small pause, but pause <laughs> P-A-W-S for the part. There we yes. are. Well,
1: what Oliver
4: and Company ride would we like to see? Well, I, you know what I want to do? I, I want
3: something that has like steel girders and pianos going by me as I sort of <laughs> yeah. chase. So at the front, you've got, so I'm like, like. You could do
1: a roller, a black, a, a dark roller coaster. I'm yeah, from yeah. like,
3: I'm from like Oliver's perspective, yeah. chasing after the sausages with um, Dodger, yes. and I'm Actually, doing all that like, stuff. Uh, like,
1: like the ratatouille, ratatouille ride. ride. Yeah. yeah. So the ratatouille ride, you're in, you're at Remy's perspective, and it's a trackless ride. It's very, very clever. The first one appeared in France. Yeah. It's a trackless ride, and it's all. 3D screens all around you And you move kind of With the animation yeah. um, And that I, I guess they'd probably do it like I'd that I'd like to but... have like
3: the, an actual piano Like go by me I think that would be cool To look at <laughs> and go Whoa And basically like The ride itself is kind of pedestrian but like everything around me kind of we had something in, in canada's wonderland uh called like um the italian job stunt track and mm-hmm. the ride itself was kind of eh but it had all these props around it that kind of made yeah, it feel yeah, cooler yeah. than it was yeah and i think that's that might be beneficial just the idea of oh we're up in the streets of we're up you know on the so girders be of new like york
1: across between the ratatouille ride and the new mickey and minnie's runaway okay
0: train. Oh, yeah that's um, a cool that, ride. that
1: crosses practical with kind of animation in that so i guess it'd be something like that
3: so Mm. let's uh thank you very much we'll shift gears after the ride if you will and back to the film Mm. Uh, role of women in this film shit really awful
1: i think think it's quite varied. okay okay.
3: i guess i'm not going really like i disagree but i'm going really like can we expand upon it then
1: um jenny is nice but she's a little girl um she's gonna grow up to be a wonderful woman Hopefully, as long as she doesn't get corrupt by anything. Yeah. Um, the other two female characters we've got one is a prostitute dog,
0: <laughs> and arguably, <Yeah. laughs> and the
1: other see. one is a escort dog because she's so, slightly higher up. Here's, like.
3: here's my issue: is that Rita is just a to- is is the token girl in the group.
2: Rita doesn't yeah. really do anything. does Rita she? Rita's
3: just there to say there's she's a girl there. in the group.
2: Yeah, she's yeah. chilled though. She's got a bit of a different she's, vibe. She one of she's not the first ones like to like stand.
3: She's the one who's got some clout more. That she, she 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 assures. Um, Oliver, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah, which is why I think she's the closest in the thing has to a Nancy. Yeah, yeah, I do. She's just
1: uh,
0: not developed. A,
3: it's a, it's woefully undeveloped. Is what I'm literally yeah, not right. to say. But yeah, and then you've got uh, Georgette who I kind of liked.
1: You and Ethan are about to fall out. <laughs> yeah. you not know, because I'm not supposed to like
3: her, and I like the fact that she's an antagonist. I like the fact she's in the way. I wish
1: they'd done a bit more with that. Then
3: I like the fact that she's vain. I I, I didn't understand how she how she can live in the same house as Jenny. That part yeah, never.
1: Yeah. No. I'm yeah. like,
3: how did the same house produce both of these creatures? Per uh, personalities. Yeah.
4: I feel that animosity now, unintended, is just forgotten. Like, but like her dislike of Oliver is just kind of disregarded by the end, really. Think, it doesn't I It doesn't think, get
3: resolved. I think it's got to do with the fact that Jenny gets kidnapped for it. I think she makes yeah. her peace with it and going, this girl loves this cat.
1: Or you could go the other way and go, this cat got my girl kidnapped. Or then... no,
3: or you could go, I got this girl kidnapped. Yeah. Or you feels... could go,
2: it doesn't even matter anymore. She's kidnapped. We need to
3: yeah. save her. Well, she makes ah. her peace with, with Tito and all that stuff. So obviously the rough yeah. edges don't bother. She, uh, say what you will. She's got a bit of an arc. A little bit. Yeah. She might be the. She's more than any other character. That's that's
1: very true.
3: (laughs) Easily more than any other character. Um, So, I mean, I don't know.
1: If it was in. If her character was in a film that had more other diverse female representation, great. But because she's the only real developed female character we get, you kind of go. Let's yeah. call this
3: a let's call it a spade. She's playing Bette Midler. She's playing Midler.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's
3: all this is, and I kind of appreciated it for that. Like I think, yeah, yeah. Like we talked about the, the birds. Once I got to that point, I was on board with the not just the song, but the character. I'm like, okay, I get what you're doing here. Um, okay. Favorite character? Let's talk about that. Ethan, why don't you start us off? Favorite character?
4: Jenny, because she's the only likable one, and I that scene where she's holding her piggy bank up to make it was a a mix between me cackling with laughter and my my heart kind of breaking oh no no i
3: I think i think you're 100 percent right that's a that's that's a lovely moment as you continue to cackle uh ellie
2: i love georgette i think she's great i think she has some really fun scenes and little moments and subtleties about her that kind of there's, there's even little bits that are played for the camera that but not for the other characters like when she's pretending to cry but she's actually laughing behind jenny's back when oliver's been kidnapped um and her song's amazing and i just i really like her character design i think she's really cool georgia i quite
1: like oliver like he doesn't do loads and loads but for what he does do i enjoy like i enjoy that he it's like he doesn't lose hope until like the rain comes in his box and then and then when he does, he goes and looks after himself and he almost dies in that gutter straight away. It would have been a lot shorter film if he'd have gone under there. But he doesn't and he gets up and he finds somewhere to sleep and he learns about different bits and pieces. And then when someone screws him over for the sausages, he goes, no, that's not fair. I want my sausages. And he actually goes and gets the sausages. <laughs> he's driven. And, yeah, he stands up for himself a little bit. It's, well, he's alright. But yeah. also Jenny I like as well. Oh, and Winston. Okay. Winston's, Winston's great. Winston's great. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm going to go with I think big characters are what you remember from films, and even if you look at the marketing, I think it's I think it's Dodger. I think Dodger if he's he's poorly written.
1: Very. <laughs>
3: His performance is fine for yeah, what he is. Yeah, yeah. He's just inconsistent. But Dodger is still the most fun character. He to me is like he's a he's a very poor man's genie. In the sense yeah. that he gets, the, he's the most, he's the biggest personality, he's the mm-hmm, biggest star, mm-hmm. he's the one who you're designed to want to like. He gets a great song where he explains his motivations. Yeah. He's daring, he's cool, he's wearing sunglasses. This film is ridiculously 1980s, and Dodger and Billy Joel just seem to fit right with what yeah. that is. So, and um, it's 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 the best of a bad lot. Uh, I do like Georgette. I do like Georgette. I think she has she has an important role. But I think if you took Georgette out of the film, I don't think much different happens.
2: I wish my name was Georgette. I think you're missing a bit of entertainment if you take Georgette out of the film. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, really, you, you are.
3: You are. Then. But I, I don't know if it's... <laughs> like, you'd come up with some other character or some other thing pretty stinking quick.
2: Oh, if you were replaced with something else, maybe, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but if you'd have asked me before you watching this today what I remembered and who my favorite character was, I'd have said Dodger, but having rewatched it now i'm a bit like georgette would meth. be my
3: number two vote it would but she would but but it's still for me it is dodger um favorite song ethan
4: oh um come back to me on that because uh-huh. i'm still having to remember what it, what it was Ellie?
2: georgette's song definitely um the <sighs> perfect one i'm not sure exactly what the title is um i just uh, think being it's perfect or something like that i think it's got some really clever perfect in not perfect isn't easy yeah, um, just the spectacle of it all is is really good. I really like the. It's almost like your little dance sequence, isn't it? And it is.
3: It's it's a nice. Like, it's um, it, it, it's it's out of a musical. Yeah, like a it's, Disney film, instead of a musical,
2: definitely. And it's quippy and it's fun and it it's really character developing. So yeah, I like it. Yeah,
3: and it, it is the introduction to this character, which is important. Actually, this yeah. is how we get introduced mm, to this
2: character. I suppose that's what I meant, rather than character development. Just no, no, character good. introduction. Yeah. yeah, Georgia.
1: Um, I don't really remember a lot of them. Like the other one, the ones that aren't. Jenny on the piano, Georgette's song, and, George- and Georgette's song—they've all kind of merged into one. Why should I worry? I quite liked that one. That was it. That was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> there Ethan, we go. With- what oh. are you doing? <laughs> Getting really excited. I'm having a
3: moment. You are having a moment. Okay, so is it Ethan's? Is why should I worry? Dodger's <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah,
1: I think I quite like that one. I'm just trying to remember if there was any other one. The
3: song that I would play on the ride. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with no, one which, on which, the, the one which I think you're forgetting, which is Once Upon a Time in New York City.
1: Is that the opening song? The one? opening song See, by Huey Lewis. They sound very similar. That's I don't why know. It I threw me. I really
3: liked this song. And I felt that it opened me up to the idea of it's 1980s, it's New York City. Huey Lewis is about as Billy Joel adjacent as you can really hope for as far as a pop song opening. Uh, I'm like. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I'm in on cartoon New York City, absolutely. Let's have some adventures. So that would be mine. Um, I don't know if you want to do a favorite. Yeah, let's do it. F- favorite element, favorite scene, favorite something. Ethan.
0: Um,
4: I really don't know because I don't dislike this film, but I can't think of one scene that makes me go, "Oh yeah, I really, really like that overall."
3: Was oh, it? Is it? Is it Jenny with a piggy bank?
0: <laughs>
4: That's I, cute. I guess. I guess yeah. it is that. All the scenes with Jenny, I genuinely thought were really wholesome. So I guess I'll just encompass all of that. Okay. Uh,
2: Ellie. Uh, I had written down Georgette's song as my favorite scene because I forgot they were two separate things, um, song and scene. But probably the introduction to the dogs. I really like when you get the introduction to Tito and... um, I've forgotten what the bulldog's name is. Winston. Oh, Francis. Oh, Francis. Yeah, sorry. No, Winston's (laughs) the bulldog in the advert, but the butler in this. I nearly said Winston as well. But yeah, the introduction to Tito and Francis and... Is it Einstein? The other one. Other Is that? Things? His name? I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, their little first introductions, and when Tito's like holding out the leather wallet and stuff, and says it's a premium wallet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I just thought that
1: bit was fun.
0: Georgia. Um.
1: I had something. It's completely gone.
0: Okay. While you're going, yeah, I'll sorry, go ahead.
3: For there. me, it's Georgette's uh, the second half of Georgette's song. I think everything from when I w- when 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 the birds come in. Uh, I'm, and I just go, okay, I get what you're doing here. I really enjoyed that, which I didn't think I was going to because I don't really like Bette Midler. I'm really conditioned to not like Bette Midler. So, but I thought they're going, fair enough, you, you got me. Film, Georgia.
1: I remembered it. You know when your brain like blanks and you completely forget what you're about to say? Yes, I had one of those moments. Um, I wouldn't usually say this, but actually, I liked the com- computer animation of that one shot of the car. Of the car, yeah, it's great. Like the rest of the time, I think it made it, the film look a bit disjointed. Um, but that shot of the car—that was all that. And if this is supposed to be introduction to Sykes,
3: and this is part of the introduction yeah, of him, kind of like very what the song in yeah. the
1: car, the, the yeah. shot moves around. Right. And it's a nice—that would be a nice shot to see in a live-action film, like of the real car. Yeah. like that would look nice. So yeah, that that shot probably. Okay.
3: Um, little grumbles, little grumbles, Ethan.
4: Ooh, I'm not going to mention what I said before, but Tito is a really annoying character, and I think it might be just Cheech Marin playing the same. Purdy dirty, funny, trying character, but he's not enjoyable in this film. I absolutely hate that little Chihuahua. I love Tito.
3: <laughs> okay, um, I'm probably closer to your side on it, Ethan.
0: Yeah.
3: I found him to be—it's that character, and it's, it, it gets worse as Disney goes along. But it's the one who's like he's going to have all the punchlines. He's yeah. going to be—he's going to have all the
4: attitude, and he's the one we're going to use in the trailer. And My I friend- think he's much. He's much better in Lion King because he's more subdued in that.
0: He is in Lion King. What is he in Lion King? He's one,
4: he's one of the hyenas. Yeah. Oh, which one? Is he Shenzi? or uh,
1: Oh no, he's not Ed.
3: He's, he's, not, Ed's... he's not. He's not Shotzi. He's the other one. He's not Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. There's Whoopi it's Whoopi Goldberg. Not Shenzi, it's
1: Mare, and Oh, and uh... the, the leader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's the leader. Because Ed played
0: hyena. by uh, is what, the Pooh's voice yeah, actor. The Pooh's voice yeah. Because Ed is the stupid one. Whoopi Goldberg
1: the leader. Oh yeah, Shenzi is.
0: Yeah.
3: It's the other one. The one who's not Shenzi and the one who's not Ed. Yeah. Yeah. That one. He's kind of like second in command. Like basically, yeah, Whoopi yeah, yeah. and him have the the, the, yeah. the double speak, and then they just go eh, and it was yeah. He's surrounded uh, by idiots. Ellie, you're grumble.
2: Um, I really don't understand Fagin's character design and yeah. why his beard is basically oh, like his actual physical yeah. design. Um, his beard is like, or his stubble is literally makes his whole half bottom half of his face grey, but his hair is bright ginger like it doesn't make any sense and he just yeah that's weird he just has a really really maybe strange face maybe he's like a
3: distant relation to jenny
2: maybe
0: maybe cuz all gingers are related but it's of not course. like
2: it's not like his stubble is just a bit graying it's his whole bottom half of his face is like this sallow disgusting gray sludge color
1: yeah it really is a bit gross so he's dirty yeah but yeah
3: Georgia.
1: um the fact that this film had to make me ask is Tito a racist character? I don't like.
3: <sighs> yeah.
1: Because is that he's a mis- d- he's
3: a misogynist character? And
1: uh, yes, yeah, so me mm. me having to question him makes me annoyed at the film but well, also just the lack of substance if you go
3: with the idea let's, we, we can talk about this uh, if, if you go with the idea that Cheech Marin is playing the character and mm. Cheech Marin is yeah. of uh, Hispanic descent
1: well then then it's
3: and therefore but can it still be a racist character it, it, it's it,
1: a stereotype who wrote it yeah and there's the yeah. question
3: just because uh, we, we get we get an actor to play it he, he, yeah, he, yeah. he says he wrote 7.5% as written but other people were saying he actually improvised a lot I don't know yeah so uh, but the I, I, mean, I don't know if it ages well the idea of here's and the fact
1: that it's a chihuahua here,
3: here's the Hispanic man Who's who's badgering women as they walk down the street? I mean, that's not great.
1: No, no. Um, And I think just the general content of the film. I've never been a fan of Oliver in general.
3: See, I have been. I really do like Oliver.
1: I think maybe I've just not seen the right versions. But
3: I like Oliver up until Consider Yourself ends,
0: Mm. and then
3: I'm kind of done with Oliver.
0: Right. I like food (laughs) glorious
3: food. I like food glorious food. I like more. You want more? I like Boy for Sale, and I like. Uh, consider yourself. And then I'm done.
4: Yeah. I would have loved, because I feel some of these songs are trying to sort of be versions of songs from Oliver. Yeah. Because Why Would I Worry is definitely Consider Yourself. I would have loved
0: Actually, if this right, film yeah.
4: tried and do an I do anything for you, dear, but like a Billy Joel-ified a version. That's where done it's done with
3: just, like a call and answer sort of song. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Tito should have had a song. I know I just said I hate Tito, but give him i do anything for you, and I might like him.
3: Oh, that's not a bad shout. Yeah.
4: Here's a question. Is this a film that if it got remade, would we be annoyed about it, or would we be kind of interested to see how they do a new version of it?
3: Are, are, are they animating it, or are they doing live action?
4: Let's say, just because it seems to be the way it's going, it's live action. Ah, I wouldn't want to do it. I don't
3: want to see live action versions of animals anymore. Um, no, they're I, a bit rubbish, I, aren't I, I, they? I never did. No, the Jungle Book is, was cool from a te- technological standpoint. I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, from That's what I've good. seen, I haven't seen the whole film, but from the elements yeah, I've seen, yeah. but like, uh, I mean, I'm just, I just because you can doesn't mean you should.
1: Also, the
4: Trump
3: can
1: proof they? That. Because they're not always very good.
3: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really want to see like you know, real dog jumping on girders and pianos, and I, I'm just like. Uh, unless it
1: is a real dog
3: doing it, well then I don't want a dog in that danger.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Unless, so,
4: unless, you kind of almost Pixar it, where it, it is like in the real world, but they have they are cartoonified. Yeah. They're not anthropomorphic. They don't look realistic. They're just.
3: I just don't think I need another Oliver movie in my life.
2: No, I think well going back to George's second point about substance, I'm not sure there's enough substance to remake it. No, no. Uh,
3: my grumble, just getting a chance to do it.
1: Ian, what's your grumble? My, my, my grumble was <laughs> the
3: characterization of Fagin. So not the character yeah. design, just the yeah. characterization. Um, so it seems like Fagin's wash, full out.
0: Nobody I don't think they knew like what to Fagan do. Wash. I don't
3: think they knew what to do. And I don't think Dom DeLuise is. The, I like Dom DeLuise. This is not the role for him.
4: It doesn't feel it like
3: it. It felt like Dom DeLuise. It wasn't Fagan. Right. It was Dom DeLuise playing Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Dom Delouise is kind of this panicky, overweight kind of like schmuck. Like the
1: guy in the in In the in movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: But he's kind of like this lovable schmuck. Right, and that's right? not Fagin. And that's
1: Fagan. not Fagan. No. I don't know got, much about Oliver, Fagan's but he got,
4: didn't feel lovable in
3: this. No, and, Fagan, that's the, thing. and the real Fagin's got charisma. Right. You know what I mean? Like somehow he, he manages to keep these kids on because he promises yeah, them a better yeah. life. Not reading a story about how it's going to be because you're like almost <laughs> – you're almost a simpleton. You know what I mean. Yeah, like not that. Yeah. Like Fagin was like clever, but had to be weaselly, and it was enough that you kind of went, "All right, I can get on board with you're a lovable rogue." Yeah. There's there anything, you're 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 a rogue, but I can't help but like you, mm. and you're so pathetic. I guess I feel sorry for yeah, you. Yeah, that's And difference. that's what this film went yeah, for. Yeah. And Dom de Luise is great for it. you're pathetic, and I feel sorry for you. Just that shouldn't be Fagin. Yeah. So that was my issue. Um. So reviews. Um. Rotten Tomatoes. This was released on the same day as. I I said Rotten Tomatoes. Let's have a look at the Rotten Tomatoes scrub. If you're interested to see what it got on Rotten Tomatoes, if it's around, I'll have a look. This was released on the same day as The Lamb Before Time. Uh, oh. It was a box office success, but it only received mixed reviews from film critics. And on the television program, Siskel and Ebert, Gene Siskel gave the film a thumbs down and said, mm-hmm. when you measure this film to the company's legacy of classics, it doesn't match up. He said, the story's too fragmented because Oliver's story gets too sidetracked from the story in the film that gets convo- that gets too convoluted, too calculated for the bet Midler, Billy Joel crowd, as well as the kids. Roger Ebert gave the film a marginal thumbs up and he described the film as harmless and inoffensive.
1: Uh, So the Rotten Tomatoes score is a uh, not so great 50%. 50%. Yeah, so it gets a green splodge.
3: That's not, yeah, it's it's a movie.
1: It's a movie.
4: (laughs) I'm looking at where my ranking is. I'm starting to notice something about certain films. I'll bring that up in a second.
1: Uh, Okay,
3: so let's have a look at where we're going with this. So it's time for our rankings. I will very quickly blitz through the films we have done in order. We have done Frozen, Mulan, Pocahontas, Lady and the Tramp, Three Caballeros, Sword in the Stone, Wreck-It Ralph, Treasure Planet, Aladdin, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 101 Dalmatians, Alice in Wonderland, The Wild Cough, The Princess and the Frog, Frozen 2, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Dumbo, Lilo and Stitch, Bambi, Robin Hood, and Moana. Moana. So, with that in mind, could you please tell us where, between 1 and 22, where do you have oliver and company uh ethan let's start with you
4: i've noticed a pattern with some uh, animated animal films from here okay uh this is number 14 which is behind three caballeros and in front of lady in the tramp and almost the entirety <laughs> of my bottom like 13 to 22 is just the disney animal films
3: that's interesting yeah
4: yeah the only outlier is frozen Two. And that's because it's frozen, too. (laughs) (laughs) Good shout. Good shout.
3: So you're saying that Oliver and Company felt a little lost in the woods. (laughs) Very lost in the woods. (laughs) In New York City. Central Park Woods. Uh,
2: Ellie. Uh, So so despite this being my choice and thinking this was perhaps one I might have a bit of nostalgia for, I've actually put it at number 18.
3: 18? Wow.
2: Yeah, I did have it higher, and I've just changed it. Um, I've put it below Treasure Planet. And above, Sword in the Stone.
3: Below Treasure Planet, and above Sword in the Stone. Well, I had it.
2: You've Sword in the Stone.
3: Very low.
2: Yeah, I did have it at like fifteen, and then I looked and was like, actually, I don't. I think I prefer Treasure Planet to this. I think it's got more substance to it. So, okay.
3: Uh, So that's an eighteen from you, Ethan. You gave it. Was it fourteen? Fourteen. Okay, Georgia.
1: So mine's still only out of twenty, rather than twenty-two. But I, I will catch those up at some point. Um, mine is. I've got Oliver Company. I have got Oliver and Company at number 16.
3: 16.
1: Yeah. um, Unfortunately, below Mulan. And I'm really sad that Mulan is that far down.
3: Yeah, I'm really surprised by that. Right. So you have Mulan at 15.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know. I think I rated it really low to begin with. And then have just... Yeah. Where I've rated other things. It's just it's you you know
3: Mulan was like the third the second film we did, so you can't have rated it low off the start. So it means consistently you've said things are better than 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 Mulan. (laughs) I rated it really low at the start. What second out of two?
1: I must have done. I don't know what happened then. Maybe for the first few weeks I just didn't like Mulan Dunno And I've come to <laughs> come Maybe to go need maybe to watch anything. it again yeah. In your own time yeah, And maybe like it Right to where to this do an does this actually amendment? fit Geez I'm
3: through like a five minute segment Restating your yeah. <laughs> Although it kind of kills the the, the the sort of stakes Of the podcast here No
1: if you can reinvent Yeah, yeah so. Um, so yeah Below um, Mulan And above Treasure Planet Okay
3: so Ellie went 18 Georgia went 16 mm-hmm. Ethan went 14 So it's only fair that I go 12 did you? I did go 12. <laughs> so I've got it below Treasure Planet. So I'm similar to Ellie in that regard, where I went Treasure Planet. You
2: got Treasure Planet a little lower. You do, than you. But, but I
3: went Treasure Planet is better than this. And that is my barrier here, where I kind of go. I think Treasure Planet's the lowest of my. I still really kind of liked it. Mm. And this is in my meh kind of category. Right. And there are elements of this, despite the issues I have, that I did really like. I mean, there's some really nice moments in this. Uh, it's ha- all good. It helped. The, the songs. Are, actually, I actually. I'll, I'll yeah. back you up on that. The songs are actually really quite good. Mm. Um, but the story I've seen before, and I've seen done better many times Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. and so when you actually do more to actually it's really interesting that i've got this and treasure planet side by side yeah because i have the same complaint about both of them which is if you need to change things this much you didn't need to do this story yeah and it doesn't do it as badly as treasure planet but treasure planet had a lot more things that i was really on board with pun not intended (laughs) (laughs) but uh, this just kind of Missed the mark on a few things. Maybe very Very similarly to the actual story of Oliver Mm -hmm. and the musical and all that stuff. After the first half, I was pretty much done.
0: Yeah, yeah. All the best stuff
3: for me. I think the last thing I really, really like is Georgette's song. And then I'm done. (laughs) So it's all downhill from there. So. Um, yeah, so that was it for me. So we have a 12, a 14, a 16, and an 18. So it's not like Moana, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a bit more of a, uh, it's a shame. It's a, it's, a, it's a trip back in time, and you wake up to realize something wasn't as good as you might have remembered it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
3: with that being considered, Georgia, you are up next
1: yeah, I am. to talk
3: about what, what What are we doing next week
1: so I thought I would branch out into one of the only, I guess, segments of Disney Plus we've not reached yet that could still count as films. Um, so we've done animated cool. classics, we've done Pixar, we've done remakes, we've done this and the other. <gasps> what we have not done yet... Are we doing a decom? What we have not done yet is films based off of rides.
0: <laughs> I know what this is. Yes!
1: We are about to watch... The Haunted Mansion. Oh,
3: wow. (laughs) Not where I thought we were going. Ethan has his hands above his head in joy. Is
0: such a guilty pleasure for
3: me. Is this Eddie Murphy? Yes. Yes. Wow.
1: What is this? It's a film based off of the ride. So the Haunted Mansion ride came first. It's in the last 10 years, isn't it? Uh,
3: 2002. Oh, okay. So not the last 10 years.
1: (laughs) Um, So uh, basically Disney had a run with um, trying to make films based off of their
3: after the success of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: That's um, yes. um, yes, the only one I can think
0: of. Yeah, 2003. Oh,
1: Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. um, Tower of Terror,
0: Pirates of the Caribbean, Cruise
1: coming out. Jungle Cruise is coming up. out. Yeah, so basically this is one of their attempts at that. And It follows the story that you go through if you ride the Haunted Mansion. Okay. So that obviously there's a lot of parks tied for this one, which is completely different to the other one. Um, but
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe we can give Andrew six minutes we'll next give week. six minutes for this one <laughs> so Haunted Mansion
1: although um, the Paris Park which is obviously closest to us does not have the Haunted Mansion it has Phantom Manor it is a different story a different universe um, but yes yeah, so the Haunted Mansion <laughs> that features heavily in California and Florida parks with its own lore and backstory and additional parts to it and now a film as well um, so yeah it's a film based around the ride uh family go and visit the 999 happy spooks and we'll see what happens from there and also it's only five days after halloween that it comes out so you know timing's all right yeah. timing's not too Time bad right. we're
4: not too bad um see. i'm still hoping that guillermo del Toro remake comes out
3: of of what
1: haunted mansion haunted mansion yeah oh, okay yeah. cool cool
3: so please join us next week when we get together to talk about the haunted mansion I'm making waffles. I'm
1: making waffles.
3: <laughs> I think I just crossed the streams in the dream there. sir. <laughs> um, so, for Talking the Mickey, I've been Ian. I've been Ellie. I've been Ethan.
1: And I've been Georgia.
3: And just a reminder, who said life was fair? Fairs are for tourists. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>
4: Snips just headbutted himself into my desk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cats do that, dude. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's cute. He's trying to sleep with the dog. Not in that way, but just to- <laughs>
1: <laughs> in an <laughs> Oliver in like, and a, like Dodger an Oliver
2: kind of way. Oliver and
4: Dodger kind of way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>